With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ah, you're she folks. Recorded live. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Dan, <laughs> am I going to get you? We've already yeah, you had that conversation. Hey, she's been out with her commerce license is what the trouble is. Oh, God. Is. No, you know what? I'm looking at the clock, and it says 8.45, and I forgot that it's supposed to be 8 o'clock, which means 9 o'clock Eastern. So I'm so sorry, people. Go ahead, Southern. I won't break in your conversation. But anyhow, if you get anything out of this call, get one thing. If you run a business, you get a business license. All right? If you have a trade, you get a trade license. A journeyman electrician's license, journeyman's plumber's license, okay? If you cut hair, you get a, a, a license to cut hair. If you do accounting, you get a license to do that. These are all different licenses, people. Don't, don't, cross, don't cross trade, commerce, right, and traveling. They're all different. They're all different. I know it says commerce, all right, that they got the right to regulate commerce, but the problem that you're not getting it's what commerce are they regulating? They're, commer- they're regulating commerce under the Libra Code. Okay? Because they can't regulate any other commerce out here. Okay? They can't. The Constitution, let me explain something. When, you, when two countries go to war, and I'm going to use this analogy, let's say, take this the way it is. Let's say Florida has a Republican governor. Okay? So we now have a Republic in Florida. Georgia has a Democratic governor. They have a Democratic uh, government out there running right now. Notice that every time we change governors, parties, everybody from the other regime has to leave. All right? Look at the transition of Donald Trump from the Democratic Party of, of uh, Obama to the Republican Party. Look at the transition, people. Brand new people are coming in. Why in the hell is that? They're throwing this whole war thing in your face. It started under the Civil War. It's still going. Okay? We're just electing the dictators in power and empowering them. I told everybody on an earlier call two years ago, well, a couple of years ago, get rid of your damn voter's registration card. Get rid of it. That's one thing right there that you can't do in this. You cannot be a Republican or a Democrat. <clears throat> Remember, when the Civil War started, the people up north that were Democrats, they came south. They wanted to. Right? And the ones down south that were Republicans, they went up north. The ones that stayed, they, they were in trouble. Now, if you get rid of that, that thing, there's a certificate. Make damn sure you get it, because if you don't get it, they will keep you on the books. They want you people to register to vote. So as you can say, I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican, and they know which side of this thing you're on. 
Okay? Don't kid yourself, they don't. The first two things they want you to do when you go to every state is register to vote and get that damn driver's license. And this is why we got to stop it. They're playing us for suckers and they're sitting up there like, laughing themselves silly. Okay? Like I said, we're working on ways to do this and get out of this mess and just say, okay, you guys want to have the war? You go right ahead, but not me. I don't want no part of it. It's that simple. But as long as, I, as, long as you think that these Admiralty Maritime Courts and you can go in there and fight them and win in the Admiralty Maritime Court, it ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen, people. As long as you think that this is all commerce under the Constitution, it's not. This is commerce under the laws of war. Okay? And we're proving that every day. Now, okay. All right. That, we catch that. Now, what can we do to neutralize this? Because, you know, one of the things is if somebody's got an unincorporated corporation and what they'll try to sneak on you is a license of some type. Okay, that pulls you back over in their jurisdiction, and so it's a regular corporation that they can regulate. Do you notice that? They want everybody to have a license so they can regulate them. Yeah, because it's all under the war. Yeah. Think about something, okay? You, 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 you live in a state, I don't know where you live at, but uh, let's say you've got a Democratic governor. Okay, you may be Democrat, you and him are friends, but next term you might have a Republican. Now you've got an enemy sitting up there. This is what's going on. All right. Now I'll give you. I'm on. She will if you're there. I'm. I'm waiting. You let me know. I want you to tell them what happened when you put your paperwork in Miami and you used the magic word. Uh, One of the magic words that Southern told me to add to my paper, which changed everything, was that I was a civilian. Okay. Now where did you get the definition of civilian? Because. Southern was saying if we use Black's Law Dictionary, that mm-hmm. that will pull us wrong direction. Well, and, and you know I don't what? care wait, about wait, the Black's wait, Law wait, because wait I'm going to tell you that, you know, the most, here's the most important thing, Southern, that they have to understand is that you remember all the state laws are copyrights, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it says, and I pulled it up today under, um, I was reading this to Southern, Laws of War. It says that it is up to the state has to be able to distinguish. Let me find it exactly where it is here. Um, between um, a combatant and a, a a civilian. Yes. It is no, their uh, duty as fiduciary. That's their fiduciary duty. But you notice that the government they're not they don't care about what you are you have to tell them what you are everything if you notice and i know i have a lot of people listening right now one thing if you don't notice this tell me if you notice this now if you've been in court you ever notice that they never tell you what you are in the courtroom they don't ever except they'll say that you're the defendant if you go in there they automatically call you a defendant unless you're going to correct that listen i want to make a statement you want to know where to find the definition of a civilian, sir? Yes. Pull up ICRC file under legal deception. There's 30-something pages there of the definition under international law of a civilian. 
It's sitting right here. I'm going to put it on. I'm going to put it in the room right now too. This is the um, the Wikipedia link, and the ICRC is in there too. But it tells you that the government is supposed to distinguish you, mm-hmm. the civilian, from from um, an enemy of the state. Like, yeah. but they don't want to do it because they don't want. I guess they don't want you to know. You go in there, and they automatically call you defendant. And another thing they'll call you is if you're representing yourself. Like one day, this you know, my own judge, when they reopened the case, I heard him say it because I, I was doing my case by phone. I'm in Texas, okay? The case is in Miami. But the judge calls my phone and, you know, he says, you're in, this, you're in um, session with judge so-and-so and the attorney is here for, you know, the bank, right? Now, you know darn well that people cannot do cases on the telephone, okay? <laughs> So Wait a minute, you, can't, you can if you're in foreign countries. Well, this is so funny because the attorney comes in and he says, okay, we're all present. And I heard the attorney tell the judge, well, where's the defendant? He goes, oh, I forgot to tell you, she's right here on my speakerphone. That, that attorney was shaking in his boots. He couldn't even barely, the judge says, and what is it that you want to bring before me? He was, his voice was shaking. Oh, and he goes, um... And and how is she presenting herself, Your Honor? He goes, um, I don't know. Is she doing pro se? I go, no, sir. I am pro per. He goes, well, pro per it is. You know why? Because if you say pro se, that means pro se in rem, which is you're coming in as a thing, okay? So when they say pro se, you're, you're calling yourself a thing. They'll take you and arrest your butt as an object. So I said proper, which really means proper, and you're coming in as a proper um, individual. But what what I'm starting to see here, what I don't know, there's a guy here, which I'm going to see. I hope he's still on. His name is Jerome, and I'll unmute everybody because he wants to tell you he had his name changed um, for his entire family, and I'll let him tell you what happened and what the story is behind that. But I want to let you know, if you look at your birth certificates, okay, and you're getting ready to do this name change, I'm going to give you some tips because I see people are making some grave mistakes, and I brought it up before. When you're going to do a name change, because you're going in now, you want to tell a judge, I'm an adult. But I'm going to tell you that what you're looking for is not only the name change. Name change means change of assignment from Whoever has control of it, which is the government and the Bar Association and the Delaware Trust, versus you, you're a child, okay? So when you do the name change, you have to go in as a child in need of services. If it's not on your application to do the name change, then you better write it in your affidavit. I'm coming in to do this name change, sir, or your honor, whatever you want to call him, and say, I am a child in need of services and didn't realize I was in breach of trust. And in my belief, I have committed good breaches of trust for not knowing that I was committing adultery. Okay? And I'm going to tell you that as long as that birth certificate says name of the child, you have to go in as a child in order to be forgiven. One of the trick questions... 
Okay, and you, I know you, I know what you're going to tell him, so I'm going to just let them know one more thing before. He's going to tell you what the Libra codes say or one of the laws. But <laughs> um, one of the trick questions that the judge is going to ask you is this. You're not doing this because you want to, um, uh, because of your depth. Are you changing your name because you want forgiveness of depth? Do not tell him no. Say yes, Your Honor. I am requesting that you forgiveth my debts as I forgiveth my debtors. Do not tell the judge no because you're committing adultery again. Do not go in as an ad- committing adultery. He has to grant you that title first as an adult. He has to emancipate you. You're the child. I've had wow. every validation you can think of that they're telling me, look, I took a certificate and to do a DBA, right? No, nope, you can't do that. I go, why? Because I go, I, I'm the executor. Nope, you're not the executor until you have a decree. Okay, that means, what is she saying? That you're a child. Mm-hmm. Show me that you have a paper saying that you're an adult. So I show them the decree. What is she saying? Ah, that belongs to your dad. You got to now give it to yourself. You see, I have a decree. But you know why you can't do a DBA with your birth certificate? Because you're a private citizen. And everything has to be done in the private. That's that. I'm only going to say it in this show, and I'm not going to say it no more because I don't need my head chopped off, okay? You are a child, and you're not supposed to be paying any debts as a child. Remember I told you that I would find a way where there's a will, there's a way that you're not supposed to be operating in commerce. If you're mm-hmm. a child. Nope. Now, Southern, tell them where you will find those very same laws about being the child. You want to be the child in the, uh, under the Articles of War. It's in, it's in that field manual 27-10. You want to be that child. That child is protected. All right? Now, another thing. Look up Ward of the State, Bouvier's 1856. Be very close attention to what it's telling you. Now, you can be the ward of the state, and they can take care of you, or you can grow up and be a civilian. But both are civilians, people. Don't kid yourself. And if you look up protected persons in international laws, okay, they tell you that they're supposed to protect that person. All right? Like I said, pull up. It's out there on legal deception. It's called ICRC Rule one, two, three, four, and five. There's uh, 31 pages there that tell you under international law what a civilian is and how they're supposed to treat that damn civilian. All right? And if you think I'm kidding, I'm not. Just pull it up. It's right there. So this is what I realized. Okay. Well, anybody have any questions? You know what? Everybody's muted, I think. Hold on. Because there could be a question. Uh, I'm going to unmute you, but you guys can re-mute yourselves by doing, I think, what, star six? I don't know. <laughs> Look at I'm, I'm trying to unmute, but... Okay. I, I was looking at <clears throat> but I don't see his phone number in here. He'll have to speak up. Let me see. Is that you, Jerome? Uh, no. 
That's not Jerome. Me. That's not Jerome. Okay. I'm not Jerome. I'm looking for I'm looking for Jerome. Tell him to start six himself and and unmute. But I want to get yeah. into I want to get into to uh, a little bit here for a second into uh, the passports because everybody out here is looking for the magic passport. All right, let me tell you something, people. If you got a passport in your hand, all right, up until 1979, all right, you were two things. One, all right, you're under state of war, okay, and you were probably the only uh, citizen of this country. We'll tell you something. Up until up until 1979, all right, we were under states of war. People could not enter this country. Everybody who entered this country, everybody that entered this country, and i tell you what I did. I called up immigration naturalization the other day when I found something in a, well, in a military book I'm reading. This is how I came across this stuff. That's how I got across that, uh, that passport doc sitting out there with those two laws sitting there. I didn't make these laws. Congress made this bullshit. Okay, they knew what the hell they were doing. All right, but I called immigration. I asked the lady some questions, and she said, Sir, you need to talk to my boss. She went and got a supervisor. All right, and her supervisor was very specific to what she told me. She said, Report, no one may enter the United States except with a passport or visa. Everyone else is illegal. Think about what they're saying about illegal aliens, people. Now, what these people did, she will verify this. These people, in order to bring you into the United States, turned you into um, foundling children, which is basically what? An abandoned abandoned child. She was dead, right? He acknowledged she was. Yeah, and the courts told me that when my dad acknowledged me, that the day he acknowledged me, he adopted me. That's what they called it. (laughs) Don't ask me how my father adopted me, but I told her, well, my dad claimed my body, and she said, no, don't say that. Say your father adopted you. I go, okay, my father adopted me. Then she said, I'm going to pull up your decree and call you back. When she pulled up that damn decree, she won't even talk to me now. <laughs> they she pulled was. some crap on us, people. Yeah. That's this is Jerome. Oh, hi, Jerome. You know what, Southern, I want Jerome to tell his story, and then I'm Be going to tell guess. you guys something that's going to probably give you guys a heart attack. But I, 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 I want to advise you of something. I'm going to give you this idea. That me and Piper, and I'm going to tell you, I give a lot of credit to Piper because she kept on being insistent, but I don't want, I don't want you guys to do this yet. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'll tell you what I'm going to do, and then um, I'll tell you if it worked or not because I know it's supposed to work. So I'm going to let Jerome tell you um, his story about the name change. So, Jerome, you have the floor. Thank you. But first, if you don't mind, I would like to inquire in regards to um, something you just stated and you were talking about going in as a child. Me and Trayel was actually discussing that, and I thought about it. I was like, that makes a lot of darn sense. But I had already had my, uh, the other one done as I went on. I went in as an adult. 
Well, you know so, why I figured it out? Because, you know, in my application for Indiana, mm-hmm. um, I saw that they were giving me instructions, and it says, they checked off the box that says coming in as an adult, right? Right. But the Bible says you have mm-hmm. to come in as a child. Right. And then yeah, the box a little says, child. yeah, it says child in need of services. Well, mm, your um, debts cannot be forgiven. If you go into the court and you tell the judge you're an adult, right? Right. That's why he's saying you're not doing this to get your debts forgiven, are you? If you say you're an adult, then you knew darn well what you were doing. Mm-hmm. That's right. Another thing, all right, look at, look at um, you're probably going to get a birth certificate or something or a decree. Yeah. Pay very close attention. It may say on there, all right, that it's the, the new name of the child. Yeah. All right. Be very careful with that because they changed the child's name. You're still a child. All right. <laughs> right. They but, that we would but you it. know what? You can change the name. It's going to correct. I believe it corrects your standing, but guess what? You're still a child. Right. Mm-hmm. So now this is why I'm... I was going back and forth is because of the events that took place. Now, mind you, um, I'm, I'm new to legal deception. I have been listening in. Uh, uh-huh. So you guys have been doing great. I enjoy the information, just for the record. Um, okay. I'm a self-studier, and that's all I do all day long, try to find the best way to bring remedy. So I've done a few things already, okay? So um, I was on my way home from the job, you know, take everything uh-huh. you own, make you curse your God. Um, and it was 1230 a.m. I'm in Texas. Uh-huh. Now, I haven't had a driver's license, I want to say, for probably like at least two or three years at this particular time. Uh-huh. And I also had a warrant out for my arrest at that particular time. Due to uh-huh. some, uh, I went back and forth with the court, and they started responding. So I was like, okay, hey, I won. You guys left the battlefield. That's how I looked at it. But, of course, they still put it on paper. But anyhow, I'm on my way home, and uh, I pass by this police station, and there's two cops sitting out there. I'm thinking everything is fine. Well, all of a sudden, they decide to get behind me. And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, here we go. So <clears throat> because I didn't have a license, I'm calling my lady at the time. She's not answering the phone or anything. I'm like, you know, I'm trying to get a hold of her, believing that they're probably going to try to get the car if someone doesn't come and get it because, I've heard mm-hmm. of situations like that. Yeah, so, um, exactly. So uh, the cop comes up to the car, and he asks me for my driver's license, and I'm like, um, yeah, I don't have one of those. I haven't had one of those in a long time. And then I asked him, you know, I said, um, why are you arresting me without warrant? So he steps mm-hmm. back. Now, at this particular time, I had only filed the petition. I had not received the decree. Okay. Okay. Um, but I had just filed the petition like a week prior to that because the way you do it in Texas, well, at least the area that I was in, mm-hmm. you have to uh, go file it, and then, then you go do the fingerprints, you send that off, et cetera. So I'm mm-hmm. waiting on that particular procedure. So, anyhow, he, uh, you know, we go back and forth for a little bit. He asked me to give him the ID anyhow. I said, okay. So I gave him the ID. You know, he walks mm-hmm. away all mad and stuff, but when he comes back, he was a completely different guy. 
So, you know, I know this because I pay attention. I've been in, in a lot of these situations before. And I'm like, hmm, I wonder what he's going to say. He was like, well, sir, look, everything is good. I just want to let you know that um, your taillight, you know, how you have the driver's license plate on your car, one of the lights that went out on mine. He's like, I just want to let you know that um, uh, if you don't fix that, then somebody's going to try to pull you over, and you might want to take care of that so you don't have to deal with anything. He's like, other than that, so you're free to go. I'm like, okay. You know, I'm still waiting. You're not going to say anything about the license. I wanted to bring it up, but I figured I shouldn't. Um, so <laughs> because I've been through other situations, I figured mm-hmm. it could have been something else that I've done, okay? So mm-hmm. after I receive my name change decree, I take mm-hmm. my son in. He gets his name change decree which is pretty mm-hmm. awesome because the judge is shaking our hands and saying congratulations and things like this. <laughs> and um, so we're like, cool, you know. So my son, um, I leave because I go to Colorado. I'm trying to find the last steps to this thing because, you know, Triad right. driving. Hey, handle this mm-hmm. so that way you can blah, blah, blah. Y'all can fill in the blanks. Um, so he calls me. He's like, Dad, I got pulled over. I'm like, mm, okay, what did you do, son? He's like, well, you know, I'm a free man on the land, and I can do whatever I want because I only go by God's law. But according to him, um, I did an illegal U-turn. He's like, I was following the GPS. You know how it tells you to turn here. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay. He's like, but you're not going to believe what happened, Dad. I'm like, what? He said, well, uh, now my son has two IDs, one for a state of Arizona (laughs) and the other was a driver's license from Georgia, and he's in Mm -hmm. Texas. Right. So, you know, he's kind of naive. He gave the cop both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, the, the cop brings both of them back and apologizes, shakes his hand, and says, sir, everything is good. You have a great day. Now, between he and I, like I said, I've done a lot of processes. The only mm-hmm. thing he's done was just get his birth record authenticated. So, of course, I was like, hmm, maybe there's something to this. So... My lady decides to go ahead and get hers done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, the same questions that you said, uh, the questions yeah. that the judge asked. Now, the judge leaned back and smiled at her because she said, uh, he was like, are you sure you want to change this name? Because this doesn't look like a name change. And she said, judge, nobody's name is in all capital letters. So the judge mm-hmm. leaned back and he smiles. He said, you know what, I'm going to make sure I grant this for you. The clerk says, <laughs> welcome to the other side. So we're like, whoa, did she just say that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, this was and a couple of weeks ago. So Another thing like, I realize is this. Now, I don't want you guys doing this, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm only going to say it one time and on this show. Don't do it until I tell you it's a go-ahead. But remember I told you that I would take the birth certificate in to the district attorney, and I would write them a note telling them to activate the bond Uh, for a child, right? And that was it. Everything got paid for for my granddaughter. Well, I did that too, but through an email. That's not the way to do it. You have to send it in a photocopy of the B.C., to the district attorney and tell them for discharging of all debts, public and private, I'm the child on this account. See, I told you that being that we're children, we're not supposed to operate in commerce. That's mm-hmm. adultery. 
And based on the fact that I told you that the CSC is the governing entity over all entities, which is really the American Bar Association and the Delaware Trust, that's the CSC. They deal in private corporate governance. You get it? Private corporate governance. Mm -hmm. So being that under the laws of war, you're a child supposed to be protected by the state, right? But remember I told you I talked to one council over billions of dollars that um, Southern found on these accounts, and they said that the reason why they couldn't honor in paying us was because they couldn't locate us. So I'm going to send it in tomorrow, the BC, the way you're supposed to do it privately, and tell them that this is for the discharging of all debts, public and private, and to please instruct me where to send the bills. Mm. That's interesting that you you say that. Right, because you can do it now, you, my friend, because you already have your name change decree. You can just automatically go in as an adult and have them do it. Right. Well, one of the things that I had done, like I said, I've done a couple of different things because, you know, Mm-hmm. What do you have to lose at this particular point? They're taking everything, right? So exactly. one of the things that we did was um, there's a friend of mine back where um, I'm from mm-hmm. who heard me, you know, going over a couple of things. So he found <clears throat> something very intriguing, and he actually mm-hmm. applied it, and then he came back and told me. So, mm-hmm. you know, me, I'm going to go ahead and do it too. But right. it was actually putting the um, – the DA's office, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah, that's the head DA concerning. office, yeah. on notice, right, it said that I'm alive and I'm a living man and I'm not subject to blah, blah, blah. It's a long mm-hmm. affidavit. And in his situation, three of his cases got dropped. As soon as he showed up to court, they were immediately dismissed. So that's why it may be something to what you're saying. Yeah, you know why? Because, look, when I talked to the clerk, I said, well, why would you give me a DBA in my, in my name that I don't have on a birth certificate, which is my real name, but you won't give me one with this birth certificate? She said, because I, I said, I'll be the executor. She said, you can't be the executor. I said, why? Does somebody else own it? She wouldn't. She stopped. She wouldn't answer me. She goes, you need a decree. I go, I have a decree. My decree. She said, oh, they, she said, they gave it to your father. I said, yes, and I'm an adult, and now it goes to me. She goes, you got to get it decreed to you now. Because she said, is your dad still living? And I said, no, my dad unfortunately passed away in October. So she goes, well, that belongs to a child. I'm like, yeah, so I can't pay the debt. She goes, you can't do a DBA with that. You know why? Because doing the DBA is a public notice. It goes on public record. They are never going to give you a DBA with a birth certificate on public record. You're a private citizen. It has to be done privately. And you have to tell them that you're the child on that account. Um, Let me throw something in here. I, and you can believe what I'm about to tell you, I, but it is an Army field manual, uh, that Army manual, I was just talking about, 27-10. All right. What you're saying is true because as an internee, listen carefully, internee, they are responsible for your care and upkeep and all your maintenance as an internee. 
So you might want to read that Army Field Manual I put out there. It's a legal deception. I was just reading from it. It's in there, people. It's in several spots. So what she's telling you, it's all, all about the laws of war. All about it. Now, if you're expecting this to change, I don't, don't hold your breath. So instead of us trying to change the system, let's learn how to operate in it. Right, and, and that's why I was saying to you guys that I was going to look for every way possible because I know we're not supposed to be operating in commerce because, see, um, when you look up that law of war that I posted on the chat room, it tells you that they're doing it, that, that the laws of war are based on biblical standards, okay? And they even give you all the biblical, um, uh, what do you call that, the biblical passages that are for that law of war. Are we unmuted? And being, yeah, most people do not believe in the Bible, they don't believe in any kind of religious. Many people are atheists. So they're going to say, you're stupid. It's Bible something. Well, when you go into that law of war, you're going to see that it all, every other religion as well. The Hindu religion, it says the Muslim religion. And I did tell you that the word to be a part of a Muslim, if you call yourself a Muslim, your motto is called the law. If you're operating under Christian Christianity, they are called what? The Bar. That's their ancient name, Da Bar, and look up Da Law. Da Law is Islamic. Da Bar is Christian. Now I don't know what Hindu is, but I know that the Hindus, the Indian nation, they are the oldest written biblical records probably in the world and they're even questioning China might have the oldest written indexed and catalog records in the world they knew about this stuff we keep thinking that we live in a modern society we do <laughs> but guess what honey that modern society is operating under international laws, which is involving all the countries of the world before we were even born because they're sitting in here talking about Puerto Rico. So I started looking up Puerto Rico. Do you know that they even have the, the type of people that lived on Puerto Rico by 4,000 before Christ? So do not let these people fool you into thinking that they don't know where you came from. <laughs> they know where you came from and exactly. to let you know there are exactly I, I, I went into some of the oldest biblical books I, I call them biblical because Bible actually means um, books there are actually seven different bloodlines in the entire world the original seven bloodlines they used to be godlike in the first generation of mankind. We are only one-fourth of what we used to be. We're the fifth generation of mankind. So being that they have all of this stuff cataloged, and if you, they say if you really, really want to know where you came from, um, you got to go to Tibet. Over there where those monks are in Tibet, they have your entire family's history and books. So um, when Hitler went to Tibet, because he was trying to create the most perfect man on earth. He went to Tibet to go look up all the bloodlines. 
Maybe he was going to create an artificial human. Who knows? But um, there's a lot of things, you know, like people don't want to believe. The Bible isn't about um, waiting for salvation or someone's coming to save you, okay? Because salvation comes individually, but you have to know that the probate court is an ecclesiastical court. They're a Christian court, and I did post a little YouTube um, yesterday with Gandhi. Gandhi had to fight the British monarch as well. We are under British rule, okay? They're actually, if you call yourself an American, you're saying that you're British. You have to go look it up. It'll, it'll tell you. Puerto Ricans, unfortunately, we are not U.S. citizens. Puerto Ricans are actually American citizens. And you guys need to know this stuff because um, before you became America, you were actually called Mesoamerica. And this country was ruled heavily, heavily by Indians and Spanish. That's why I told you guys to download that book um, that I posted one day, a link called America. Before the Europeans came here, this thing was heavily populated by Indians and Mexicans, actually, Spanish people. They were already here from Spain and from Mexico, and um, you just got to go back way into the history. And there were probably Moors here, too. Um, I didn't see them mentioned in there, but I got to go more into the book, and I will look to see if the Moors were there. Um, I know that my family's bloodline has been here since 1175. So know your history. These people are operating under an archaic and ancient law. And you know that Obama, he was criticizing that in that European speech that he gave in Europe. He was saying that the laws are ancient and we need to um, update them and modernize them because it's hurting a lot of people. And it's hurting a lot of people because if you notice, if you don't start teaching, and I know many of you listeners on here have children, you better start teaching them now or they will really be the true slaves of the future because don't you notice that the children are being distracted at school? They're only taught now to obey commands. And the rest of it is about being a superstar. Everything is reality TV now. Listen, people, they don't even know who their families. Listen, what is going to happen when your children grow up? They don't even know how to cook. They don't even know how to survive. If they're being taught, every, everything that they're being taught today is a fantasy. I asked my mother, what was your great-mother's name? You know what she said? I don't know. She gave me my, grandma, my great-grandmother's name, which is her grandma, but she couldn't go any farther back. I'm thinking, man, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. We're in trouble if we don't know. Right. I was able to pull up my grandfather. My grandfather is actually a native Indian of Puerto Rico. He never became a citizen when America signed the um, peace treaty of uh, Paris. He's one of the 377 that refused American citizenship. It even says he was the head of the household. He had no Social Security, and my grandfather was he's a plantation owner in Puerto Rico, and he had his own farm, which was a sugarcane farm. And I found that under the Bureau of Census. 
You have to find your family, people, because you're going to need that. Mm-hmm. Even if you're mixed. Now, the the um, the little YouTube that you find on my wall, it says very clearly, here's what Gandhi brought to the legislators of India. He says, the British people, I didn't even capture one scene. I was going to show you in the beginning of the movie how it started is Gandhi was a lawyer, a young lawyer, and he's Indian. He's riding to South Africa on a train. They told him, nope, what are you doing in here? He says, well, I'm a lawyer, and I'm here to go work in India. You know what the, the train car man said? I don't care. You're a colored man. Colored people sit third class. And he kicked him out of the train. So he saw the injustice, and he went back to India. And after that, he noticed that the British people did not have to have any papers, only the Indian people. He said, wait a minute. This is our land. Why are we having to give you papers? So, you know, he took him and about 50 men put a box with birth certificates in it, And they put them in the fire and the police beat them. You know what they said? You are destroying government property. I'm like, oh, my God, I need the people to see this. This is what we're going through. That birth certificate's government property. Mm -hmm. So um, after that, I took another recording Mm -hmm. and it said, the British are in our country and we have to have papers. He says, oh, and I want to let you know. If you are not married to your wife under the Christian religion, mm-hmm. your wives are whores and prostitutes and your sons are bastards. Is this what you want for India? He was like, we're going to do civil disobedience because we are not going to tolerate this. This is our land. And he tells them, you're the guests here. This is our country. What do they do? They come in there the British monarchy, and they're stealing all the salt. They have hundreds of salt mines in India. And he says, look, they're profiting from our land with the salt, and their people are dying of starvation. That's what military occupiers do. Exactly. And what happened in the end before Gandhi died, he finally independence from Great Britain. And now they're supposedly an independent uh, nation. When you've done a gray hair, Muslim, you don't know. You will die. It's not a white My father's I don't know who that is screaming out. Whoever's screaming in the background, can you guys mute yourselves out? So does anybody have any questions? That was all I wanted to tell you was about, you know, being the child. That is government property you're holding in your hand. And as a child, you should not be paying debts. Um, I'm going to send the papers in tomorrow, and I'll try to let you know within a week what they say. Uh, I'm just going to say everything you do should be in registered mail, and it must be signed. You write up a note, and uh, you tell them what you want them to do with that paper. And uh, let them respond back to you or whatever you have to do. But see, that paper cannot be operated on the public side. That's a private paper. 
Otherwise, you're going to have to do, if you're trying to do your own business, and then after that, if they honor your paper that way, then you have to you have to remove the DBA, and you ask for the procedures on taking out the DBA. You you can actually cancel the DBA. Yeah. Okay. I've already checked into that. Yeah. We're so to... you know, I know it's not hard because listen. You can in Texas. Yeah, you know, you're not supposed to be, um, uh, well, for you that you got your name changed, you can operate in commerce now. You're you're not really operating in commerce. What you're doing is you're on the other side now, so you can actually right. take that in yourself in person to the DA right. and give them the instructions, you and your son and your wife. Me, I have a DBA, I mean, I have the name change. I'm going to see if they honored it. The other district attorney for the school district did honor it. I don't have no problems. They welcome my family member with open arms, and they even fight for her to go to their school. But um, I'm think because I know it's a DBA, but it's not the way people think it is. It has to be done privately on the private side. Right. Yeah. You can't put that on open records. Otherwise, it's open for people to steal all the information. Mm. Now, I normally it, utilize the um, uh, corporate association, but uh, someone mentioned earlier about some of the, <clears throat> about some of the issues they were having with them. Um, you got to keep in mind there's different types of unincorporated associations, and there's different mm-hmm. classes. They, they have their pros and cons, so I would recommend that you look into it for yourself. Uh, for yeah. example, utilizing a 508 unincorporated association. So the good thing about that is you can have your membership. Y'all can do whatever you want to do. And if the people you want to deal with, in regards to, for example, if you're selling items or whatever, you want to make sure they're part of your uh, unincorporated association membership so, because it's just like a private club. That's pretty much all yeah. it is. And they don't mess with it because that's how they do things. All right? The downside is you can't sue anybody that's because right. you're unincorporated. Only the incorporates can um, operate in commerce on that level if you haven't taken the necessary steps to uh, secure your status. Mm-hmm. Are you? Now, we're just trying to we're just trying to um, make it as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to thank my buddy over there to the south of me in Texas here that she was calling up all the clerks. And one clerk said, um, she was talking about the zero balance bank accounts. And they said they knew what she was talking about, but they don't have to do that. They pay all the bills. They said they used to do that, but they don't do that no more. They handle all the bills. The clerk does? Yep. That's what the clerk said. And you know we're in Texas with you, my friend. I'm in Terrence. All right. I'm in... um... Collin County area. So she called two different counties, and I'll try to see if she wants to come on and tell you. I forgot what the other county said to her, but she did mention about the zero-bounce accounts, and then they just said, no, they do it themselves now. But, I mean, anything we get, we take it and we send it up 
over there to them to take care of. Yeah. Yep. Now, We're not supposed to be paying those bills because, you know, the Delaware Trust and the American Bar Association, being that they're the registered agents, mm-hmm. they are supposed to be handling all debts, public and private. Even the mm-hmm. dollar bill says, um, in God we trust, right? Yep. And so if they made the trust with mm-hmm. a God covenant, right, then we're mm-hmm. supposed to be God's children. And right. like this other lady said to me, and she was a general counsel for child support, she said we can't pay the money because we can't locate these people. <laughs> okay? Yeah, You're that was so funny. It wasn't funny. <laughs> I couldn't. I kept talking. Listen, that was in the beginning. Remember when I was talking to her? I had no idea about what was going on. I said, How in the I heck can't you. you find the people? You know what she kept saying? What do you want me to do? Tell me, what do you want me to do? And I said, Pay the people. You owe them. She kept saying, I can't locate them. I said, How the heck? Aren't they there in Florida with you? She wouldn't answer the question. You're arguing with like, ah. What no, they, no, the next day they offered me a job, actually. She she had her um, secretary call me and asked if I wanted a position with them. First What's of all, they were wondering. I should have told her Southern helped me find a billion-dollar bank account of theirs. <laughs> she kept saying, how do, you, how do you know about these funds? Where did you see? You know what they did? They even altered the website so we couldn't find it. I, I even found where um, every like the, the head district for, you know, like the people, the legal counsel, they're given a million-dollar bank card for all expenses for each county. And I showed this to the guy, believe it or not, in Tallahassee at the Capitol. They had their own media, you know, like their own um, TV channel. And the guy says, what is that? And I said, oh, this is this million-dollar bank account. He goes, let me see that. And he looks at it. He goes, where did you get that from? <laughs> I said, I found it online. And he was like, oh, that has to be wrong. That's incorrect. They can't get a million dollar on a bank card. I said, that's what it says, right? Okay, well, that's what it is. Right. <laughs> Documentation beats conversation. Hey, you know what? He sure as heck didn't want to put that on the night nightly news. Ah. <laughs> I, I think question. he was like two floors below Charlie Crist when he was the governor. Like, uh-huh. say Charlie Crist is on the seventh floor while the media department is like two floors down. Right. Listen, if you people knew, only knew what these people are doing with the government money, I went Uh-oh. there and I told Southern about how I went in there and these people came out like in a train dancing. And this guy who checked me in asked me if I wanted some pizza to go in that office. And I'm thinking, no, I'm here to do politics. I don't want your pizza. And I was thinking, and not look a, what you people a... do with our money. Hey, Wolf, I have a question. Uh-huh. Hey, okay, everything that's good, the thing that's throwing us off a little bit is this. Okay, we heard the civilian, but you didn't, but Southern didn't get to the part whereby we were made malicious or, um, I guess you would say, enemies of the state. You know, you never told us what we were. And then he didn't get into the part 
whereby we have been adopted without knowing. You see, he was so all over the board. He had so much information no. that he just didn't get to that part about how we were malicious or either uh, enemies of the state and then how we were adopted out. That never came across. All we know is that go for civilian. We don't know what we are. So can you comment, okay. comment on that a little bit? Thank you. Okay, no problem. Listen, mm-hmm. pull up your state laws. All right, in Florida, the second you were born, you were made militia. Mm-hmm. All it is, It's not a question, people. Uh, I forget which state it was. I think it was California. I pulled mm-hmm. it out. It says everybody is in the militia in that state. Everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the very second you, you uh, hit that little incubator, right, somebody stepped U.S. government on a GI or whatever, and you were in the militia. Now, as far as the adoption goes, when, like she will said, that's where the adoption part of all this comes in. Some yeah. of us were adopted by our parents, by our fathers, and some weren't. The, the adoption part of that is under the, uh, see, is under the Immigration and Naturalization Act. Uh, hey, well, talk to him for a minute. Let me pull this up. I want to read this. Yeah, thing. it's on. I gave you guys a link from Wikipedia. It says Laws of War. So right and now, we're all a, a, a militia, and we may have your, been adopted out and don't know it. Is that Yeah, correct? you're a war with, a, you know, one judge, she made it very clear to me. She said, you're a ward of the state. That means that they adopted you. Okay, so now you're saying go and uh, possibly become a civilian now and get your status changed because as it is now, we're just, that's why they don't shoot us, right? Because we're not civilians. Is that correct? Yeah, and you also, if you're going to do a court case in court, the first thing you're going to have to rebut as a presumption, you have to tell them, you know, like I use my first name only until I get my decree. I, I have to get another decree. But um, you have to tell them your first name only. And I, I don't really have to because my dad adopted me. That's what the lady told me that my decree says. But if you don't have an adoption, you're actually a ward of the state. And I wrote that I was a civilian. And with $1 stamp, I got six injunctions. <laughs> so, you know, they didn't want nothing to do with you. No, they didn't. The judge said his hands were tied when I gave him those injunctions. He couldn't even rule against me. Well, but I gave him an injunction. <laughs> the, the, the secret that I keep trying to get to everybody, to everybody, is the militia, the military, is subordinate to the civilians. They don't want anybody out here to be a civilian, people. Right. Because why? It's in your, it's in every state constitution, for God's sake, and and, and nobody. They, they read this stuff and they, they totally ignore it. So can I say, uh, can I say unequivocally that perhaps our Congress has been, I would say, uh, <laughs> um, derelict Why in their you? Have they been derelict in their duties because they've known this and they failed to disclose it? Let me tell you. Oh, well, not only that, but you see, I was telling the listeners like about a week or two ago, you know, the clerk talked to me for 35 minutes. And the only question that clerk had for me was, how the hell did you find that case? It's so not in your name. 
Let me ask you one more question, follow-up question. I'm going to be quiet. So, in other words, can I say this equivocally, that that is what the President Obama was trying to tell us and, and Trump now is going to disclose? Could we possibly say that's what's happening? I believe that Trump is going to, you know that he's been talking a lot about people being illegal and undocumented and all this other stuff? Yeah, yeah. no kidding. He has been throwing it out like like dice. And, I, you know, he even said during his, um, can, when he was running for president, you know, my daughter said he was on TV and he had pointed, she said, oh, my God, Mom, I can't believe what Trump said. And I go, what? She said he was pointing to people and he was saying, so many, mm-hmm. I think one point something million people are voting here, and they and he said they're dead. He goes and he points to people. And he says you're dead and you're dead and you're dead. Why? He was telling you that you're dead. You're civilly dead in their world. Mm-hmm. So let me, let me let me ask you this one more question, and then I'm I'm really quiet. You know, sometimes we can be dead right and dead wrong. So, being that all this is true, because as you know, David has shared a lot with me. So if we take this all the way back, we're not just talking about Latin. We're talking about Germans. We're talking about English people, people from England. We're talking about uh, um, uh, Italians, uh, Irish. They would all have to go back home. I heard a commentator say he's a second generation. He may be in trouble. So do you think he's going to go all the way back, or do you think he's just going to limit it maybe to the first and second generation? I'm thinking that he's going to right there and then, you know, like, this is what I was told by somebody. I'm not even going to say who or anything because they work in government. Okay. And they work high up, like, legislating government. And Uh they told me, like, I know that Trump is there for a reason because before he even won the uh, presidency, seven states have already began rewriting the laws and... My attorney, um, I'm going to say, but one, one, you know, general attorney told me, oh, well, it doesn't matter because we're changing the laws. Since you guys didn't realize what was being done, he said the laws are being changed so that um, the, the American people can have their rights back. Because I told him, you know, you're supposed to be paying those bills, not me. He goes, why do you say that? And I said, because if we um, are not allowed to operate in commerce, I said, everything is saying that, you know, I was telling him it says for the wages of sin is death. Mm-hmm. I said, but, the, you know, the gift of God is through Jesus Christ our Lord. So why are you charging us? And then he yelled at me and he said, well, you didn't do your civic duty. And I said, how? How did I not do it? And he goes, easy. You should have filed a DBA. And I go, where? He goes, with your county. How do we know where you're at? But he didn't tell me that you were supposed to do it privately. Mm-hmm. We were never supposed to operate in commerce. You want to operate in commerce like the big boys? And you pay your own debts. Mm-hmm. So, so let me ask you one question. So this case that we just did in the Ninth Circuit, I believe it was set up so it can go to the Supreme Court so they can reaffirm what the Constitution says. A lot of people miss this, and I was I shared it with David, where it says that um, uh, that you cannot have allegiance to another 
and the jurisdiction thereof. So this is why uh, Trump said, if your parents are illegal, you are illegal because that's right. Okay, then. and that's what he needs to do. For Do you agree with that? Yeah, you know, and let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you guys something. They are operating based on the Constitution. But, but you know what you're forgetting? This is what I told everybody. I heard it on the radio and on TV, but I already knew this. I've been telling people for a year now, we are a nation of immigrants. You keep calling yourself an American. You are no damn American. I'm an American, and I have proof I'm an American. But you are not an American. No. I'm, listen, if you're born in District of Columbia, you're an American. If you're born in Puerto Rico, you're an American. If you're um, born in, God, what is the name of these other places? Like some of the yeah. islands, you're an American. Hawaii, you're an American. Underlining. Um, Underlining. I need Hold to find... I put the, it up the, the other day. Alaska. The people born in Washington, D.C. do not have a birth certificate like we do. Theirs is different. What yeah. they did here, what they did here, and I'm going to walk you through this real, real simple. When they took your mommy and daddy's name, the hospital, all right, and they got, they, mommy and daddy ran away, so they, they took the, the Social Security numbers, and they went to mommy and daddy's account, and they took out some money, all right, and they created a nice little bond for little baby junior. That bond no. is called a birth certificate, all right? No, it's Your a guardian bond. It's a It's a guardian bond. Because what happens is that when a child's born, this is why when they put the mother's maiden name on there and the father's name, they create a, a, a child of unknown parentage, a... Yeah. Uh, Foundling, and where that originated from was from the from King Alexander of Scotland is when he left his estate to his granddaughter who was a minor, and they created a government of guardians, hence the term guardian ward relationship, and that's what they did. That's how yeah. they created. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes you a ward. But, but, but wait a minute. But I, I want to read this to you. Look at what it says here. I put. Hold I posted on this second. like about. But when you have a, when you have a child mean, of parentage, what happens in the state becomes the owner, or let's say the guardian of the child, they exactly. must mm-hmm. bond. It's called the guardian bond. Yeah. And exactly. that guardian bond is in the, it's in the Immigration Act. Okay? Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. You give me six, 30 seconds, okay? It's also under Title Eight, fourteen oh one 1401F. It creates yeah. a U.S. citizen. Hold on a second. It's also known as a vessel under Title 18, Section 7, and Section 9. Mm-mm. Hold on. It's a vessel. Hold on. Well, your body is a vessel. I mean, it's always been a vessel since, um, you know, since the dawn of time. All right. This is eight. This is, you will look this up under uh, international... Um, Act, uh, never mind, 8 U.S.C. 1183, an alien admissible under paragraph 4 of section 212A may, if otherwise admissible, be admitted 
at the discretion of the Attorney General, subject to an affidavit of support required, all right, uh, required and attended by a sponsor's income and resources under 213A. Basically, the United States, all right, created a bond that if you become a public charge, okay, they can go in and cash that bond. Well, you're automatically a public a public charge on this, okay? Well, like I was saying, under Title VIII, 1401F, it says a person of unknown parentage found in the United States while still under uh-huh. the age of five. Yes, correct. That's also even under Title V, 3013, under the minimum standards of birth certificate, uh, birth certificate also means certificate of birth, which is an individual born in the United States, born abroad, is a citizen or national of the United States at birth, or his birth is registered in the United States. And remember, the term individual is under the Administrative Procedure Act under 5 U.S.C. 552-AA2. Now, I and, know that. And, and, here, and here's the funny thing, is when you look up when where I was born, like in 1960, if you go to Black Law uh, 3rd, which was issued 1933 to 1968, there is no such term as birth certificate or certificate of birth. It's, it's a legal nullity. Yeah, that's why I was saying that when I got those papers, the, the clerk became very alarmed at asking me how did I find the papers because you know what they do? People, you know what they do? Before you turn five, they go and claim your body as a foundling child and then you become adopted. They alter your name a little bit. I've, I've had people tell me, oh, my God, my name was altered. And they kill off the original body. See, on my case, the, you know, they're scared because before I turned five, I was four. My dad adopted that body and said, that's my body. That child belongs to me. And uh-huh. I noticed something on all my documents is that, my name isn't, you know how people have their, their name in block capitals going across, first and last name? Mine isn't like that. All my documents have my first name above my last name. And um, they did that. I don't, you know, I, I've looked at my social security card. Um, I looked at my driver's license. I'm like, how come my name is like that? It's separated from the last name. And um, I told the lady, she goes, oh, that's because you've been adopted. Somebody adopted you. And I said, well, you know, I said, my father claimed my body. She goes, no, he didn't. He adopted you. So when I wrote to the attorney general and gave him my papers, he said, those papers shall remain there permanently, forever, in the records that I came forward. Do you know how he adopted you? Is because, here's the question, is who's the first person to take constructive receipt of the child? The hospital. No, it's a doctor. Yeah, the doctor's your father. Since he's an agent of the state, he does private placement adoption right on the spot and makes the parents a custodial. Now, if you look Mm -hmm. at certain terms, like even under the term date, look it up. It means when a deed or, or written instrument is made. That's what it means. Yeah. And that's where also the movie Matrix comes from. It means in civil law, the protocol or first draft of a legal instrument from where all copies are taken. Yep. And, and that's a good point you're making, though, because I've been telling people, you know, like the word sir means surrogate, and it also means to sire. 
And pent, serpent, pent means to have penned something in writing. That monster is your father. He He's the first person to sign off on those footprints and everything. Right. Well, what they actually create, the document they create is what is known by the IRS. It's called an unincorporated, or it's a, a registered unincorporated organization. It's not a, it's not a, or a organization. It's not a corporation. doesn't have a charter. And if you look up the term vital record, as listed on the online legal dictionary, second edition, it's a document or record on file in any format with information essential necessary to create and organize operations and survival of an organization, which goes back to what was described on the and through the Federal Judiciary Center on the UCC-9 and bankruptcy, where, they, where Federal Judge Bruce Martell said is that when the birth certificate's filed, it means that the organization was organized. There's also another name, I'm having trouble pronouncing it, Anthroforium, which was funny because I actually saw that it was on a show, was, it's called Treating Something That Is Not Human As Though It Was. So what they're doing is that they're creating a fiction. There was also a very interesting um, uh, uh, thing that was written by Solomon Jurisprudence, which was called The Double Identity in Section 112. It says he is one man but two persons. And it even goes on to saying in Chapter 113 that legal persons are nothing more than arbitrary creations of law. And that's what it is. It's a fiction. Because think about it, biblically speaking, you are known by a single given person. Jesus was. It wasn't like Jesus' parents came. It was Jesus, the son of Joseph and Mary of the tribe Judah. You're known by a single given Christian name. And I have supporting case law on that that says you're only known by a single name, and all other names are discarded with no importance. Yep. I tell people when you do your court case, do not use a surname. You only have one name. That's correct. Trust me, I did all that in this one case. And I put a stamp on it, and Southern will tell you that's how I got six injunctions against the very people who were trying to rob me. And you also got a civilian 99 status. Yeah, and and the lady, the clerk, wrote back to me, and she put a big smiley face and wrote civil number 99. She wrote, you're the 99th person to come in here in 200 years. You know, there was one thing that, that I've done, and I've done it probably a little bit different, because I know in New York, you cannot go to the probate court for a name change. You've got to go to the superior court. And that's basically yeah. for a legal name change. But what I did, I went to an ecclesiastic for a special name change, not general. A general means everything carries over. Where many, many of these movie stars, whatever, they get their name changed, like J-Lo, Madonna, Donovan, all these, they get a single name, but everything still carries over. But what I did is I did a special name change and an acknowledgement of correct status. And the reason why I did it that way was if you read the Watson v. Jones case of 1871, the U.S. Supreme Court held that all disputes uh, of the heretical church should be decided by their hierarchy, where it says 
to wit, whenever questions of discipline or faith, ecclesiastical rule, custom, or law has been decided by these highest church juracuses to which the matter has been carried, the legal tribunals must accept such decisions as final and binding on them in their application or case before them. The reason why I did it was my intent was to protect my religious beliefs that I don't want to be associated with this fiction, this registered organization, this, mm-hmm. this false entity. And that's why mm-hmm. now, it's, now it's a matter of a judicial record in a federal court that I'm actually going against the city of New York in right now. Yeah, everything, like um, one thing the clerk did tell me, she said, yeah, you'll have to do this privately. She said, you'll write the instructions to, because I asked her, do you have a form? And she's saying, why? And I said, because I have a private matter. And um, she said, you know how to do that that in federal court? In federal um, court, you got to file it as a miscellaneous action. Okay. You file it with a miscellaneous action. You write, you write your your petition for the miscellaneous action. You also include, like, if you're doing for a declaratory judgment, you would you enclose your your uh, your verified petition for declaratory judgment. You submit your sworn affidavit, but all your exhibits are sealed in an envelope. And then what they do is that they bring in a what's known as a miscellaneous judge. I never knew they had one, which apparently mm-hmm. they do. And then they make a ruling whether or not to seal the case, which they have very now broad. Let me discussion. ask you a question. Um, you're saying about sealing the case, but you're saying you did it in federal court? Correct. Okay, well, you know the Bible says you have to go to superior court. I, I don't know, but that's what it says. You must go to superior law. Well, um, you can- that goes to the U.S. Supreme Court because that goes to original equity jurisdiction, to an original action. Okay. And so I'm thinking, uh, like right now, everybody's ran away from my case, so I'm going to have to head over to Indiana because I know this um, decree that I have, they're uh-huh. just mortified by it um, because it is an adoption, and the Attorney General already gave me notice that not only was I entitled to certain things that are owed to me, but he said even things that he's not allowed to grant to me, I'm entitled to. Because I gave him all the, like I gave him notice. Right. And I gave vital statistics notice. Neither one of them responded. They're probably saying, oh, my God, why did she find that case? But it shows that they were robbing me. When, you know, like you're trying to make me a ward of the state even though my dad adopted the body. Well, not only that, what else you're entitled to falls under a uh, quitem marut action, which is basically that document where they created that certificate and created this registered organization. You've been operating it like like a captain of a ship. You don't own the ship, but you've been operating it. You've been running it. So once you basically resign from that position, which is actually under statute at large, uh, 53 Stat 9, Section 32, wait, 312A, termination mm-hmm. of fiduciary capacity. Then at that time, you say, basically, I've been operating your, reg- your registered organization, and I haven't been paid on it. Well, they're in trouble because I never used that birth certificate, and I yeah, told them. Great. How many years did you use it? I didn't use it at all. 
I mean, all your life you haven't yeah, used that name? I've been, no, I used the name that my dad gave me. They changed it without me knowing, right? Right. And I, I showed him proof. He said, can you prove? And I go, yeah. I gave him a copy of my baptismal certificate. I gave him a copy of my civil servant, you know, my licenses and everything. And he called me one day, and he didn't tell me he was the attorney general. He was just talking to me, and he just kept saying, I'm your public servant. I go, okay. He goes, I'm serious. He goes, I'm a Christian. I'm your public servant. And he was giggling with me, and I said, but, you know, this paper means that the judge is my father, and I can sue him for child support. He is laughing his head off. He goes, you never know. I think you might be right. I said, I never used that name. You know that. He goes, yeah, I see you've been using your own identity. And right. so um, I never used it. something? never resigned from it either, the one that they gave you. No, but I can now. And, you know, when they look up that birth certificate, like that lady kept telling me, no, 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 you're dead. You've been dead since 1970. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm dead because you killed me on a piece of paper, but I never used that birth certificate. Never. And she said, um, um, can you prove it? I said, yeah, I'll show you. All my identifications are in proper grammar. They're in upper, lower case. And I told her I found out I'm an American citizen. Not not a U.S. citizen, and here you are trying to give me passport. Um, you, you arrest, like the other day they arrested me, and I was in jail for 12 hours, and then I brought the decree in, and they threw me out of the jail and wouldn't let me sign any of the papers. Well, you know, the funny thing is I have, I have four different copies of certificates. I have a black and white copy. I have mm-hmm. two executive short forms which the name is all capital, and it has three dots at the end of the name, which is known as an elliptus, which also goes under UCC 3-115, which means an incomplete instrument. And then I have the vault form copy, which is the long form. But it's funny, on the black one, on the left-hand column, it has the word died, date, certificate, number. And it's what. And now here's the thing is what I'm – going to be trying to accomplish in the federal court is basically we know that, that, that it's an instrument. It's, it's a title. Okay. Yeah. It's basically a title. What I'm going to have to verify, of course, I can assume, well, that's a legal title, like a legal title to my car. But I want the court to tell me, is that, am I holding the legal title or am I holding the equitable title? The exactly. reason is, because it goes back to your status and your relationship. If they say it's a legal title, then you're basically the trustee. Now, this has been said by all the jurisprudence writers from Story mm-hmm. to, to Gibson to Snell is where the trustee holds a legal title and then the beneficiary holds the equitable title. But you see, mm-hmm. what is this why I have the court to do it? But what I've done... In the instance of of doing all the stuff with the ecclesiastical court and everything, I created my own counter deed. Now, if you read Mm -hmm. the term, the definition of counter deed is that it destroys or annihilates the legal one. So then this, so this way, if they make the determination that I'm holding that, and I also created my own equitable title, and the reason is is because I have asked 
the registrar and the legal department, I want a copy of the equitable title, and they would just go silent on me. So then my argument is, well, only a reasonable person can assume one doesn't exist. So this way, if there's any question, I'm going in there, I'm claiming perfect title on this, including anything that that account is entitled me to. Oh, yeah, not only that, but hello, you know, hello, like what you're saying. Something? Yeah. Uh, you said you had three dots. Um, who is that? Who is that gentleman speaking? Who is that, Daniel? I'm Darren. Darren, you said you had Darren. three dots. On what it's instrument? It's called an ellipsis. It's a Greek yeah. term. Right, which, right. You had which, you had. Three, well, what, what did you have the three dots on? It means the the omission of something. Well, that's actually I am. That's the that's God's real name. I am dot dot dot. And it also means this, and I'll read you something. The general rules, it says in 43 CJS Infant 75, page 172, it is said that the general rule, which has been said to have its expectations and limitations, is that the disaffirmance of a contract made by infant nullifies it and renders it void ab initio and that the rights of the parties are to be determined as through the contract had not been made, the parties right. been re being restored to the status quo as far as possible, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, but what the, the, the term of it, the ellipsis, it means to indicate an intentional omission of a word, sentence, or whole section from the original text being quoted and is also defined in UCC 3-115 as an incomplete instrument or means been amended. That's what I agree. It, that's what I, I agree with you. I agree no, with you. Same oh, thing. If you do the research on God's real name, is actually I am dot 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 because you need to complete it, and that's why it's incomplete. Let me let me throw something in here for you guys. Uh, you, what, the guy that was just talking. What did you say your name was? Darren. Yeah, Darren. Uh, Darren. Let me. Maybe you missed what I said earlier. These courts. I are non-political military courts. They're under the UCMJ and the International Laws of War. They're not operating under anything else. And that I can tell you for a fact. Walk into a courtroom, put the right piece of paper in there, claim your civilian status, and watch that judge walk out of that courtroom. Well, not only that, but you also you have the International Convention on the Rights of a Child, right? You oh, notice you know that they only protect the children. Yeah, and well, if you go in as a child, it says that all debts and everything becomes null and void. Even that birth certificate contract becomes null and void, and then they have to emancipate. See, in their case, they're already in a lot of trouble with me because they even gave me an emancipation when I was 17. Under well, my real other, name, you know? <laughs> one other thing that you might want to understand is because these people are operating under international law, they're operating under international laws of human rights. Yeah. This is what they won't, they will not violate, okay? This is why I said earlier that the police out here are not acting in honor under these international laws. That's, now, some that's of them I do. Oh, I'm sorry. Some of them I do know out here, and I know a bunch of them who are fully aware of it. Have you ever looked at one of their uh, police uh, 
uh, manuals? Huh? No, I haven't. <laughs> you might want to lay that in the UCMJ down and the International Laws of War all side by side on the table, all right, and get yourself a stiff drink because you're going to have a heart attack. I've done it. Yeah, I've got you have nine, to know how nine, to police. I've got nine different police departments across this country, actual handbook of their operations that people have given me, and they can't even believe what they're reading. They're taught no law whatsoever. They're taught how to how to operate. They're taught mm-hmm. how to do this, how to do this. They're not taught any law whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Let me explain something to you. As long as this country is under a state of emergency, all right, or under a state of war, you can look this up. I'll give you the book. It's called Military Government and Martial Law. It was written by a uh, <clears throat> judge advocate general right after the Civil War. That's Military Government and Martial Law. Go read Chapter 9. He tells you in there blatantly that all the laws are suspended. That's the first thing a military occupier does. He suspends the laws. He suspends the courts. Suspends all commerce, all travel. And it's right there, and he's the one that you. Not me, him. I've got a question for you you were talking about before, because you were talking about the passport that no one can get in. Here's the question. How about getting out? Is there a Same special- thing. If you, if you try to leave the United States without a passport, you ready for this? You're subject to being shot. No, I mean, Remember. I mean, applying. I mean, you've got to be applying in a different way because typically those are really issued only to U.S. citizens and you've got to get the allegiance no. form under no. 20. No, no, they're not allegiance. It's not the U.S. Let me tell you something. This has got nothing about to do with U.S. citizenship, all right? It really doesn't. You are, you are a U.S. citizen because you are a founding child. You are assumed to be that U.S. citizen. But listen carefully. This has got to do with being a belligerent. It's actually been repudiated on, on certain grounds uh, that I have a different, a different political status. Well, there's a problem. You can't have a different political status. Well, what political I'm, status are you carrying? Well, the, I, I, am, I am deemed as a New York national, as a native New Yorker. That's even under there's the U.S. government. But you can't have a different political status because it's all private the drink, membership. That makes you a belligerent. <laughs> right. It's all a private membership. No, yeah. it doesn't. No, 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 no. It, it, listen, what what the U.S. Supreme Court said in Loya v. U.S. and also Paulson v. U.S. Okay, is that wait, 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 let me explain something to you. They can say whatever they want, but the bottom line is, all right, the US, these law, the, this country, the 50 states are being ran under military occupation. The federal courts can say anything they want to. Now, whether or not they've been reestablished, I don't know. Because this last flag of the Civil War, all right, nobody paid attention, came down July 10th, 2015, off of South Carolina. You can look this up on the Internet, people. The last flag of the Civil War was removed July 15th, I mean July 10th of 2015. Yeah, but, but that, what flag I, what hole, that flag is, hole was also removed because it was on hollow ground. A friend of mine was standing there when they poured the concrete in the hole. 
So this is how long this war has been going on. Now, yes, right. I'm not, maybe I'm not trying to lie to The military is private, though. So I mean, it's a private military. Yeah, but, not but, public. But I'm saying even prior, prior to the, the the Civil War, from like George Washington clear to Abraham Lincoln, everyone was known as as basically as a as a state national. It was from Washington. Known as a Virginian, he wasn't known as a U.S. citizen. There was no such term. He was part of the 14th Amendment, which defined an ex parte pretty close by the California Supreme Court. You're breaking up really bad. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, but what, what I'm trying to tell you is that the, since the, since the Civil War, the laws of war have evolved. Okay, the Lever Code is. is Part of the Libra Code is in uh, the Army Field Regulations 27-10 and other field manuals. They're kind of, they kind of broke them up. Uh, but most of them are still there. The Libra Code, believe it or not, is on file, okay, at, the Geneva, at Geneva. Okay, it's a legitimate law of war. Yes. Okay, and it's been running in the United States ever since 1863 when, when he signed it. Now, I'll run you through the whole history here, right quick. I think you missed it. Okay? Up until... Wait, I want to... Before you go into that, let me let me read something real quick to the people about that citizenship, okay? Okay. Citizenship in the United States is a status that entails specific rights, duties, and benefits. Citizenship is understood as a right to have rights since it serves as a foundation for a bundle of subsequent rights, such as the right to live and work in the United States and to receive federal assistance. Now, I'm going to give you a link to this because I keep telling people you're an immigrant. That's why it says that the only thing U.S. citizenship gives you is the right to have rights. And you want to know how you'll know that you're not a real um, American or anything like that? Because if you had those rights, see, in Puerto Rico, we don't have any civil rights. We are citizens on the land, and we don't pay taxes over there. Okay. United States, Inc. is located in Puerto Rico. The what? United States, Inc. is in, is in uh, Puerto Rico now. Yeah, and you know that the Puerto Rican people, did you know that they don't pay taxes? You know, I wouldn't doubt it. It's a it's a whole game here. Um, you know, and when you reach back in 1789, for instance, under the Judiciary Act in mm-hmm. the United States, there were all courts are under Admiralty Maritime Law, all district courts. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at Admiralty Maritime Courts from 1789. Right. Well, you know, I mean, the reason well, why, really I just go, kept looking at both of the laws since I used to live there. And I noticed that, you know, it says Puerto Rico doesn't have civil rights. It says the people are the civilians on the land. I said, wait a minute. When you tell me you if we were rights, the civilians on the land. Civil rights, okay? Huh? And you tell me you see civil rights, that means Roman civil rights. This goes back to all of Vatican Roman times. Exactly. You know, in the United States, people, let me tell you something. When we're Abraham Lincoln said the Emancipation Proclamation, right? I read to you a statement that he said, 
He said, the day he granted you that emancipation, he said, you are now truly free, but shall become enemies of the state. He made it very clear to you guys. Yes, and also um, we need to reiterate also that if you look back when we didn't have presidents, we had heads Mm -hmm. of state, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, this was about a 16-year period, 15, 16, what have you. And you see the um, many so-called people want to call them presidents, but they weren't. They were under the republic. That was a republic that we have. And under the Continental Congress until the AOC, which is the Articles of Confederation, which was basically a treaty and not a constitution. All constitutions are contract charters for a right. obligation for a debt. Constitutions right. within the law are one to pay the debt. And and here's another thing too. Like if you people thought that he was talking about freeing the black people from being slaves, then why did Martin Luther have to march and get civil rights for the people? Well, actually, he did, and I mean that's a whole play on it too. He was part of the game. Emma K worked for oh, yeah, him. If you really want to get but into I'm that, like, you wouldn't you have to have that. What's that? I was saying that if you no, were truly civilians, right, and non-combatants, you wouldn't have to be asking for civil rights. Uh, you would have to be asking for constitutional rights. Let me ask you a question here. No, 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 because you don't want to really, uh, If I were to get into that, it's a crazy thing because, as I said before, all constitutions are contract charters for a bankruptcy debt. Yeah. No, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The ones for those are the ones who pay the debt. And it was supposed to be wait a minute, wait a minute. Let, let me say something. A contract, the, the Constitution, the, the Constitution. That's that's a, one of the old uh, wives' tales. The Constitution no, no, of the United no, States. I can prove it up and down, in and out. Well, no, the Constitution is supposed to be. I'm going to tell you what the Constitution is, okay? Because it, I actually, I actually said this, and you know what? The lady said I was correct. I told her, you know what a Constitution is. It's a It's supposed to be for the federal government. We are right. not party to the contract. It's That's a right. foreign corporation. Yes, look right. At, look at even the term citizen. A member of a political community that has submitted himself to the dominion of government. It's all about exactly. that. Yeah. And you can see that there's why I'm saying you can be you can be a a state national, or let's say whatever state you're born, a New York national, or a native New Yorker, or whatever other mm-hmm. term you want to use. I want to listen in the AOC, which is a free inhabitant. Well, inhabitant was not under contract. Because of nation to residence, you could be domiciliant, really, if you want to, because that that word that verb was changed. Well, when you're domiciled, you're also domestic, which means you're under not non-domestic rules. You know. Uh, if I may, that the person who has a, has a SoundCloud, the person who's having the snow on a background snow, can you mute your phone or get to a proper place where you have no background? If you're driving, stop where you're driving. If you're outside in the, in the snow or blizzard, get into a place where you can actually be heard. There's background noise and feedback. Everyone should be muted. Everyone should be muted out. And now, I don't think it's you, Lynn, or, or, or um, the other woman. I think it's the person from New York. If you get to a place... Yeah, you must get to a place where there's no background noise. There's background sound noise. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna check right now. Hold on. 
it's probably my my computer. I don't know. Yeah, okay, stop. Okay, the Libra the Libra codes Libra codes put yourself into the military jurisdiction, and then we have to correct our status on the record. Now the, yeah. the this one this is a this is by the um the infamous this. There. <laughs> I'm trying to find out where that sound is coming from. Well, if I may, we're all put under military code, and this is the big thing right there. When you're going to court, for example, you're under martial law. Okay? Do you not see mm-hmm. the, uh, the the marshals in the court? You're under martial law. Those are not well, your courts. The the flags the flags give the jurisdiction, and people don't believe that. And that's where they're making a big, the big mistake because they everybody, listen, oh, the flags in that, the flags in that courtroom, okay. Everybody says, yeah, well, okay, that's. Let a, me explain something though before you get into the flag thing. It doesn't matter if I had his gold fringe, the eagle on the top, the ball, what have you. It's still a corporate flag, okay? No, it's not. Yes, it is. It was created in the night. Wait, 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 wait. Totally different. You need to look at. I've done this wait for decades. Studies on this. Listen to me carefully. That is a military flag under uh, Army Regulations 840-910. Without the gold fringe, they're still a military flag. No, with, no, the one with gold fringe. It's international rule. You still have a private foreign corporation that's dealing with it. <laughs> right? Am I right, the guy who left? Well, what I'm what I'm going to tell you is that, like the Constitution, okay, just make it really clear. Come on. The Constitution is not for you and me, okay. Number one, that's for the that's for the federal government, so they can operate their corporate business. The state Constitution, guess what, people? That's not for you either. That is so that the state can operate their corporate governance. And guess what? Both of them are private. Okay, you're exactly right. Let me repeat this: all constitutions. All right, contract charter for a bankruptcy debt. And so that's why the, those who yeah, the judge will get mad at you. You say, I, I have my rights under the Constitution. The judge will look at you. Listen, I had a lawyer. Paid him $300 oh, an hour. You have all your constitutional rights in this court. No. That, they said you do? <laughs> Not in the military court. What? No, Not you do have your con- you do because look, they are well, off- I, I it's all military. Listen name. to this: well, if you suspend all commerce, then they have to or operate by charter or or constitution or corporate governance. They're all operating <laughs> under corporate governance. Yes, you had to call them mm-hmm. out. You had to also invoke the uh, living republic in the courtroom. <laughs> the and you better, hey, and you, you better, and the you better remember to invoke that you're a civilian. Let me tell you, the, oh, the, the republic, <laughs> the republic. Don't, don't say that, please. What? You know what the Civil War was all about? You know the civilian. Who's that? Being a civilian? It comes from this word "civil" comes from a civilian law, from Roman canon law. And uh, what do you think the whole Civil War was about? It was the Roman Canon Law uh, War and so forth. I could go into that, but it's crazy. 
You, you don't want to revoke. You don't want to revoke that you're a civilian. You don't want to revoke that you're a civilian. You want to revoke that you're a republic. You're not part of the corporate fiction, and you're not Thank bonded. You. The, li the live person is not bonded to the all cap name. The live person is not bonded right. to any 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 ecclesiastic trust, any SK trust. I walk in the courtroom with your left foot forward and scare the bastard. Just say I, I am here making a special appearance. I am I am not a corporate fiction. I'm out of war with the state, and you you orally declare your summation. Your paperwork mm -hmm. has the written summation. So you you come in with your paperwork from from, from previously to to um to actually memorialize what you're going to say orally when you when you have to reluctantly by stress, duress, and coercion, appear in, under their administrator venues. You just, wait, wait, that's the thing right there we need to get into also. Anytime you were in their courts, you're under duress, which means what? Threat, coerced, penalty, right? Mm -hmm. You cannot be what? Forced under duress, threat, coercion, and so forth, right? Now, let's get well, into that a little bit because subpoena means what? Sub means under, and pena means under penalty, coercion, threat, duress. Mm -hmm. Anytime you receive a subpoena, how do you act upon that? Well, so I believe that, that you this write is that up and you said, like, I cannot perform. Well, here's another thing, too. You should never go to a courtroom, ever. What you got to do is go to the clerk of the court of the public trust. You know, like if you handle it outside that courtroom. You have to now. When you have a bond on you and you've done that, yes, you do. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's a, it's a, I hate to use the word slippery slope. You know what I mean? Because yeah, well, you know, Gonzo, I, I know he couldn't yeah, no, be on today. They go but after that bond, actually, and they don't want to put those bonds in publicly because those bonds are their insurance company bonds, and they will lose their jobs and so forth if you put a commercial lien on them or fucking lien them all together. Excuse my language. Yeah. Just Can I say something, Tommy? Mm -hmm. I yeah, go ahead. Something? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, thank you. That's my first time for being on the call with some mm -hmm. but I do listen to other shows. So I have a, I have appreciated my children birth over two years now, but I haven't done nothing with it much. And I had a, a huge case with family court, which is two weeks ago. The judge actually ended up taking my child and gave me only one day a week to see the child and take it to the father house, who's also working at night and the child usually stay with the neighbors. And now uh, I did do the name change for myself. Mm -hmm. And the, name, the name change, change, I don't know. Yes, yeah, the name change. Mm -hmm. I did it with me and the two children, the older two children. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the judge granted my name change but denied the children name change. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't give me the reason why. I didn't ask the reason why, but they said I had to put it in writing, which I did over two weeks ago, and I heard nothing from them back yet. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have other three kids with a different county, with a different uh, town within the same county. Let me uh, ask you a question. You did your name change, right? Yes. Yeah, you should take power of attorney over the other three titles. Let me ask Where you a question. Where are you doing name changes? I don't get that. Why? Ma'am, let me ask one of you a question. Those kids are under the age of 18, aren't they? Yes, they are. Okay, you can't do that name change. Uh, he has to be 18 years old. He has to request it. He has between the age of 18 and 21, and they will do it for free. 
They will collect yeah, this tax and free them in the court She has to stop is them. Maturity date, by the way. Huh? Twenty-five is the maturity date. No, no. You can also no. do the uh, do the documentation if they're under seven. No, you cannot. Yes, you can, because that's what happened to me, Southern. My dad did it when I was only four. No, you're right. Since 2003. But it's under the Immigration and Naturalization Act. You can do it, yes, you're correct. Before he's five, but between 18 and 21, he's supposed to do it. You don't have to do a name change and all that either. No. You don't have to do a name change before the only before the age of seven years old, where 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 Sean and uh, I think her name is Nilia, Nilita, Nilita and Sean are correct. Nilita and Sean are correct. You can do a name change if you require to do a name change. But 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 Sean, why why is it important to do a name change before seven as opposed to just getting power of attorney? And, and reclaiming your property on the record, just reclaiming your property yeah. often on, on the record. You, you don't do a name change. That's what I'm saying. You you take over. Um, you can take over for the child before the age of seven. See, the seven is the um, uh, they're lost at sea for seven years, so the mm-hmm. age of seven. But the age of maturity of the bond itself is 25. Is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. See, it's a whole it's a whole big cluster. You know what? Well, you know what I was going to say was the reason why you would do a name change is because, you know, one thing that this clerk kept bringing to my attention, she said, um, and who are you? I said, I told her my name. She said, can you prove who you are? And I said, yeah. I said, number one, I'll prove it with that decree. And number two, okay. I'll prove to you that I've never used that birth certificate, even though it was decreed to my well, family. See, let me explain something real quick. The birth certificate mm-hmm. isn't really what you think it is. The birth certificate is actually the afterbirth. They put oh, documentation on the afterbirth. Okay, now, the, that's okay. That's all fine and dandy. Actual, Here's what I'm going to tell the you. The actual child, or what have you. Right, but you know what? A judge like I know Alan's not on here right now, probably, but. You know this so, judge, he told Alan, you're not a name, you're a number. Yeah, that's exactly right. And what you need to do is change the name to the number on the actual documentation instead of having your name on some sort of, uh, uh, what is it, um, going to court or what have you, instead of having your name on it. You see what I'm getting yeah. at? Yeah, it's trust, and number, it whatever is the on there. And case. not to the living you. Yeah. <laughs> Because they have to transfer from the all caps name to the living you and so forth. That's why they only have the number instead of your name. You mark that out. We can we can listen as living beings. We can change any and every contract. Okay. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. But you have to come in as the child in order to void out all the past errors that were made. No, unless your child is at a certain age, though. You, you are a child until you you come back, okay? I'm telling you because that clerk told me that. Up to seven years old. No, Long no, sir. See. No, sir. Yes, that ma'am. lady told me, listen, I told her, yes, well, don't you want... You need to put your children on the UCC3. You can't yes. operate commercially. You don't have any money. 
Right. Oh my God! You can do it on the on the public UCC and also on the private one. Do you know what the private one is? Where you mail it to yourself and so forth, and they don't need to do shit about it. Listen, you cannot operate in commerce. You've not been paid. You're saying that. I'm telling you, you can't do it. Every time I, I you do it, I agree with listen, you. So I you are committing. Anything, listen, right? you are committing. No, if you know how to, exactly. if you know what that birth go. certificate is, but let me ask you this. No, it's a certificate of live birth. You get it mixed up. No, 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 no. I don't have yeah, a certificate yeah, yeah, yeah. of live birth. I don't have one. I don't have a certificate of live birth. I've done it before, you know. I'm not, I'm not, oh, me. Sir, I don't have a certificate of live birth. I told you they killed me in 1970. Okay, so get your death certificate and sign it away then. I have to go to court. Nalita has a a unique situation going on, Mr. Santiago. She has a unique situation. Maybe you need to explain to him your decree and the the case sightings that blew them away. Maybe you need to. I actually have those documentations too where you can uh, sign out the death certificate and, uh, you know, clear out the account and so forth and. do all kind of other stuff with it, but anyway. You can. Ahead. No, no, I agree with you being able to do that. But yeah. you cannot go in as an adult oh. because if you do, you are responsible for the debt. You're telling them that you're committing adultery. Not and the uh, probate court. The probate court is an ecclesiastical court. That's why you want to put the number instead of the name. Yeah. You got to go in with that number since they said that you're not a name. You know, yo, yo, it doesn't matter what account. the name is. Huh? It's a prepaid account. Yeah. I Oh, b- believe you me, I already wrote that on there. I said, based on this title that you gave me, all my debts are supposed to be prepaid. But he told me, you didn't do your civic duty. And I said, how? He goes, you didn't file your DBA. You so when I'm asking the lady, as a civilian, under civilian huh? law, I said you didn't do your civic duty as a civilian under civilian right. law. And so when I asked the lady, the clerk, you know, I want to use the birth certificate as um, doing business. That she kept saying, no, 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 you can't do that. I go, why? But you're not a civilian. No, she said you got to have a decree. She told me, what listen, you, I went to the bank. Decree, though? Huh? What does she mean by decree, though? Okay, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you a question. No, I was just asking because um, I'm going to tell I mean, you why. A, it wasn't I know why they said it, though. I was just um, wondering if she actually said anything about what the decree was. You know. Yeah, I did. I asked the bank. I went back to the bank many, and talked. You know, types of decrees. I told the bank, "What kind of a decree do you need?" She said, "You need to go to the probate." And they have to give you, decree you that birth certificate for your use. So I talked to, back to Indiana, and she said, you have to tell me who you are. Can you prove who you are? And we can decree that to you. You know why? Because if your name, you know the security instrument? If you're an all-capital name, right, which you know that's not a name, then who the hell are you? Think about it. You want something. What is your name, sir? Okay, so 
so did you do your UCC ones at all and your copyright? I didn't have to do that. I don't have a right no, to asking. do it. I filed a non-UCC. Okay, which it was in the private, and you uh, didn't show anyone, and you did it register mail back to yourself, mailed it back to yourself, right? No, I did it through the county. Okay, that's an improper. That's a uh, okay. That's not. A, but it didn't make uh, no difference because I talked to four people already, including the attorney general, and he says you have to get that decree. See, who are you if you're not the all capital name? No, I know that. Okay, so then what is your name? Oh, I took my name back in uh, what 2003 or so. No, but here's my question: How did you take it? How did I take it? I did it in a very unique form. I uh, okay. did the copyright trademark with me, uh, the mm-hmm. living, taking back my all caps name, and I did the UCC one with my all caps name as the creditor, and then I took over the United Nations, United States, United States of America, etc., 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 as the actual mm-hmm. debtors. And then I followed okay. that up with the COLB to let them know who I was and the account number so I could do an A for B or they could offset anything. On but let me ask you, okay, and did it work? Yes, I cannot be uh, charged with anything, and they cannot uh, put a warrant on me. I've already proven that shit over time and time mm-hmm. again. And so no, but I'm not – you know that we're not talking about that. Can you buy a house with that? Then? What are we proving then? Let me ask you a question. Does it pay your utility bills? It can. It can, but if it doesn't, does any. it? Well, if let me I tell you. Any. Guess what, my any. friend? I don't pay I don't no utility any. bills. And I don't have a name change yet, but I'm telling you that if you come in as a child, can you cannot you operate out, in commerce. You, file a, you do a 1096 and file a uh, Form 56 to the uh, Treasury, making them the fiduciary and so forth. And uh, you can go back three years in your taxes and your gas, electric, water, any credit cards, and so forth and so on, and send them to them, and they have to be your fiduciary and pay all those off and everything else. Now, I have a question for you. Are you your own public servant, or do you have public servants that are being paid from your trust to do your duties for you? That's the whole point. What I mean by that is you're not supposed to operate in commerce. That's why I'm going to do what I'm going to do and get it done with, and I'm going to prove to you that you filing all those papers, I'm talking about you can file a million documents, (laughs) and in the end, I've had people do A for Bs, and three years later, they got in so much trouble. what I'm about to do. Listen, I'm not saying you, but when you tell me that they're paying your bills for you, then I'll believe it. But until you can tell me that you bought know, a house or you have your life bill paid right or now, anything. I'm I could come up, hmm? but I'm not I'm ghosted this minute. I don't know what you if you think you know, if you realize what that is or anything else, but you know, I could probably give out my social security number to everyone else, which I've done publicly, mm-hmm. and said, Here you go, have at it. That's how ghosted I am. Can I get some help or any advice? But I have family courts coming up uh, soon, and it seems like my name change is not being recognized. And they keep arresting me for other things that have been connected. So I have so many cases in my name, and I saw two papers, but they're not recognizing what I'm saying. Did you did you um, do a deed of acknowledgement and acceptance? No. Deed of acknowledgement. Without consideration? 
No. You have to deed that that to yourself. You know that. No, I don't. Now I know. If you don't do a deed of acknowledgement and acceptance without consideration, guess what? That's an incomplete transaction. That's that's the next thing you have to do. <coughs> otherwise, listen. Otherwise, they're going to steal your name again. Well, then my name is changed, but they, they sent me a new coordinate with the name with different spelling. They put it up. A oh, oh, well, you know. Oh, then you're not. You know what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to send it back to them, not open the letter. Return no, I didn't know until I opened it. Well, it just send it and say um, correct or incorrect, what have you. It's still a corporate entity uh, going to a corporate venue. Correct. So you're saying it? Oh, you said it doesn't matter, right? Mm-mm. But but she needs to resign from the first name. She didn't resign from the first name, so she needs to send in a resignation from the first name. That's why they keep hitting her with the charges for the first name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But she said they changed the name now on the court case. Well, because she still is operating that name, so she needs to do a resignation. She needs to do a resignation. I mean, from she that can resign. She can resign, but you know, you know, what I was going to tell you was once you have once you have your own name, you are not supposed to answer any letters in any other spelling or format. Listen, right now they're trying to subpoena my daughter to court, okay? And we have a way that we do it. So you know what they do? The courts, they don't want to call her, so they have a third party call her. And today they called, and my grandson picks up the phone. She says, hello, with whom am I speaking? And he said, who wants to know? Now, he's only 13. She says, oh, is this you, Ethan? He said, I'm not authorized to answer that question. She goes, well, are you Ethan Rodriguez? He goes, I'm not authorized to answer that question. And then he says, well, where's your mother? Is she home? Is her name this and this? He said, I'm not authorized to answer your question. Well, we're trying to serve you a subpoena. He goes, that's not my problem. Well, we're going to go through your school records. He goes, doesn't matter. I'm not authorized to answer any of your questions. And she goes, goodbye. Yeah, because they will have to, they will try to um, actually do an oral on the phone, believe it or not, uh, contract with you. Mm-hmm. I've had it done many times. We, we've told him, we've trained him so well, he tells yeah, them, I'm not authorized. I also have a contract since, um, 2004 or 5 with the uh, postal, post office that they can't mm-hmm. send any mail from their, uh, you know, zip code federal jurisdictions. I just take all the mail and I send it back and I write no such person. I used to until I actually made an actual contract with the uh, post office. You know. And what was the contract that you made with the post office? But they have changed it under 601-2, blah, 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 all kind of crap. Mm-hmm. Now, so. I mean, like, listen, has their methods, and I don't disagree with anybody's method at all. The only reason why I won't do all these UCCs or anything is because, see that name? It doesn't belong to us. 
It is the property of the government. I took mine back. Yeah, and... came to my house and looked at a picture and said, "Um, you're Sean Lane, aren't you? I said, "Uh, yeah. Uh, We got a warrant for your arrest. I said, for real? He said, yes, we do. I said, "Uh, you going to be paying a check or money order today? Huh? Mm -hmm. I said, yep, and I pulled out my paperwork. I said, "Uh, you paying a check or money order today, sir? He said, Mm -hmm. well, 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 hold on now. I I think we got off on the wrong foot. I I just need to talk to you. We don't don't have a warrant on it. I just need to talk to you. Listen, they brought my daughter to the clerk, right? That's power. And, you know, the police officer... So she goes to the clerk and need to see those warrants so you can issue me those checks. How about that police officer ran in front of her and told the clerk, right, she doesn't have any warrants? And she said, then why did you bring me here? Exactly. He goes, um, because you made a contract with the judge, and we just want you to fulfill the contract, and then you can go with God and we'll never bother you again. And she said, okay, show me the contract that I made with the judge. So he showed her the contract. She goes, all right, I'm going to pay you that because I did make the contract. But she said, you better not ever lie to me again and say I have a warrant because if you don't serve me that warrant, you don't ever come to my house and pick me up. And he was scared. Yes. They and ne- I listen. May I explain some things, too? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Okay, a warrant, for instance, I've had warrants handed to me, by the way. Mm-hmm. It said, uh, you know, that they've given me a warrant. And I mm-hmm. said, okay, let me see the warrant. And once they actually handed the warrant to me, I looked at the pages, and they have a lot of writing on it. You mm-hmm. have, you must have a DA signature. You must have a um, judge's signature, DA signature, mm-hmm. judge's signature. It must be sealed and stamped, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't have those, this is not a warrant. Most people are getting fake warrants and thinking they are real, and they yeah. go along with the game. So you have to look at these actual, what they call warrants, which are fake warrants. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a real one yet, if you want to be honest. Yeah, they're they're actually tricking you because my daughter, when she went in there, she told them, show me those warrants. I'm talking about that police officer ran in front of her and told the clerk that there was no warrant. And she said, then why did you pick me up and bring me here? He goes, and they did the um, same thing with me, and what I said, I looked through it, and I said, mm-hmm. what, this is just writing. I said, there's no DA signature, there's no judge's signature to, go, to both of them to go to prison for even bringing me here. I said, there's not even a seal or a, or, or a signature or anything on here. It's just well, now that they know, like the they know that she knows. My, the bailiff yanked it out of my hand, though, and he said, well, we can't pay you all this damn money we owe you. I was like, whoa. Hey, that's why you tell him you got your checkbook. It was $5.8 billion, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know what? I tell you that if these people knew, only knew, I'm telling you, when my daughter asked for those warrants, they said that they lied and that there was no warrant. All those traffic tickets and stuff, and they try to call you a criminal and all this other crap. And it's people only don't because that these courts are just fake courts. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the front of every court; it tells you who owns it, the Masons. But you know, I believe that what makes us uh, the state is a sovereign state. 
Yes, and the no. only reason. So for instance, well, they are in a way. I'm gonna. Was I'm just sovereign. It's a corporate fiction. But right, but the reason why they're Georgia, sovereign is because you're the sovereign, accepting that contract that makes them a sovereign state. Well, it wouldn't exist without the people, so the people are actually sovereign, but they don't realize they are. Right. You're the sovereign, and that's why the state is sovereign, because everybody that's a member of their sovereign state, that's what makes them a sovereign state, right. without the people. you got to realize I said that because they changed the word state. Um, I was trying to think when the date was, and God, uh, I can't even remember now, but they changed the, the name of state to being uh, a fictional entity, if you will, you know. Well, they're called, they're actually a non, wait a minute, what is it, a non-physical juridical entity. If you look it up, look up sovereign state juridical. on Wikipedia. Yeah, juridical entity. And here's another thing, and Southern will tell you this is true. You know that when you come here. Another thing, too, you have the black robe judges which are administering. See, they're being ministers yeah. administering. Ministering and administering for the Roman Catholic Vatican Holy See, S-E-E Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yes, yes really. And that's why the people, look at the people don't realize that these judges, like they're administrators, and like if you listen to what they're saying, they'll say the Obama administration, the Trump administration. And in order for you to, yeah, you know how you sue, you want to know how to sue them? I'm going to tell you how you sue an administration. You have to go, huh? (laughs) (laughs) You got to go in through the division of administrative hearings. That's how you sue them. That's how I beat them that one time. And they got, I won, they got a penalty of $2.8 billion. Well, you can also I just take tore- them over in the commercial lien on the 18 USC, all those, the, the whole list, and it's $100 million per um, corporation and $1 million per person, and three strikes, they will lose their job. And um, Well, they did. They lo- well, But here's the thing. You know, I so think forth. you have to go into the proper bond. court. It's the bond sitting up under them. Yeah, because the judge that came in on that case, he didn't have no robe on. He came down from the Capitol. But they lost, and I was like, man, the only way you can sue, see, because I sued DCF, and the whole company had to shut down, and and I I was in Miami, and that corporate entity lost their company and everything. They lost 250 workers, got fired. The whole business shut down. They got fined $2.8 billion. Then they said they were never going to let me go back into that court again, so I can't ever probably get into the... Division of Administrative Hearings in Florida. And, let, and let's you break that down, down, you know, by the way, uh, corp from um, our corpse, from the 13th century etymology is a dead body, and oration means to speak from the mouth, and courtrooms, churches, and so forth are oratoriums. Mm-hmm. So we have the dead speaking. Yeah. But, if I may you know, ask you Uh huh. Hi. Um, okay, I did the name change as an adult in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I got my decree. Mm-hmm. And I have some open active cases. Okay, and mm-hmm. I went and recorded because I'm in Washington State. 
and registering mm -hmm. and notification is done through recording it through the auditor or the county of origin. Mm -hmm. So I recorded the name decree at the county of origin, okay? Now mm -hmm. I've received back my name decree and also did a deed of conveyance, conveying the name from a proper name to the last name first, first name last. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I've got that paperwork back and nothing has changed as far as I can see in the computers or, you know, like what happened with Roger. They immediately looked up the name. I'm thinking like you aren't supposed to put it back on the public side. Okay. Well then, if how you do, let me tell you something. If you do anything publicly, you're throwing it back out there. Um, I wish Trial was on here. She would tell you that the clerk will tell you anything that you put in the public record means that you are. When you file anything in a public record, it is deemed a quit, quit claim deed. No, not a, no, 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 no. It is not. Well, that's what the clerk um, told us. The only republic we have left is the court of record. See, there's two different establishments within the actual um, uh, clerk's office. So we have, um, you have the private and the public up in there. Right. You have to actually put it and record it into the actual court of record, which is in the Republic. So they can't kill the Republic. You can all, only... Um, yeah, but I don't think you can file it like in a... You know, if she's on here, she would explain it to you. You cannot file that in the... I know the, her. I know her well. Well, I talked, right. I talked, I talked to Kyle about it and let her know what I, what I did. And yeah. When I, um, okay. Did she when tell I you about her, filing that in a probate? Yeah, she said it be filed in the probate registered will, okay? Yeah. So that's what I've got to do to complete. But I said once I've completed the name change, mm -hmm. that uh, that completes it as... That gives me title of the name, correct? Yeah, but, you know, I'm thinking, like, I've been hearing some of you people saying that, um, you know, it didn't take away your depths, right? Exactly. So and I'm thinking like, that the reason... Because I did go as an, as an adult. They right, ask, and that's a trick. They did ask that's me a that trick. question about trying to get away from my debt. Yeah, so and like, that's a, that oh. is the trick question, okay? I know that for a fact. And here's another one. The, the other question was the name of the child, and I told the lady, are you talking about me? She didn't want to say that. She just kept saying, no. I said, give me the name of the child. I said, I'm not a child anymore. Mm -hmm. She goes, N she said, I said, name of the child. And I said, wow. So I, <laughs> I read her the birth certificate name. She goes, okay. And she said, name of the parent. I'm thinking, okay, here's the name of the parent. She goes, oh, okay. Well, you know, you died in 1970, so you don't exist. In our well, I world. understand. You got adopted, you, you so it's different. No, 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 no. That's not the point. Okay. She's saying that that birth certificate is still under the name of a child. Yes. Well, if you okay, go back let's... in, if you go in as an adult, that's why the judge is asking you that question. Are you doing this for debt forgiveness? And you say no. You know what? He's not going to forgive your debt. He's going to say, very well, he's an adult. I guess he does know what he's doing, so he'll pay his own debt. Okay. So basically, now, I did the name change wrong. No, you better go in there and ask for an amendment. 
Tell them you made a mistake. And look at go in and okay, ask for an amendment. And daddy, mommy and D E A D Y are the parents. Mhm. It's all set up. Exactly. Okay. But you know what? Here's the thing. The dead. They're making it very clear that you're still the child. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I filed for the adult. Okay. There um, are certain things you want to do. What do you want to do? You want to pay up your okay. bills, or what do you want to do there? Hey, okay, I've got some cases going here, and I started this mm-hmm. process back because of, this came out of the Alaska group when all that happened back in May. That's from yeah. those calls you did with with uh, Doucette. Mm-hmm. Okay, it took them forever to give me my name decree, and then I'm talking to trial that the Jubilee ended on November 20th. So they did mm-hmm. everything they could to push this, that my name change wouldn't go on in effect until December 9th. Okay, uh, sorry, it doesn't you, matter anyways. Exactly, I'm going to tell you why exactly it don't matter. Do? Okay. Exactly Jesus do? said, Jesus said, as long as you live and breathe, you can do it. Okay. Well, that's and cool. And you make sure... You make sure you let them know that, you know, according to the Bible, Jesus said that as long as you live, you you are allowed to do this salvation thing that you're trying to do. Exactly. So hey, I thought I was going by the Jubilee. I mean, so, the thing about it, let's be honest here. Every, okay, there's a clause in bankruptcy. You know about that? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. There's a 70-year clause in corporate bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. They've been going bankruptcy every 70 years or before that date. And mm-hmm. um, every 70 years, they're supposed to forgive and reset all debts. They haven't been doing yep. that. They've been illegally and lawfully keep going every 70 years. Yeah. The, the, the United States Corporation the United States Corporation on May 2nd, 2016, was declared bankruptcy. It's under receivership of the United Nations right now. This is all corporate entities. You you really don't have to ask them for shit. All you're doing uh-huh. is giving money. All you're doing is giving your you're, you're correcting your status. You're doing a uh-huh. declaration of, of status change, or you with your affidavit of truth, or affidavit of uh-huh. fact. You're entering it into the county clerk's office because that's the only real re- recognition of the of the republic is the county level. And you may or may not want to publish it into a paper for three weeks straight and get through the public publishing with your, your, your status correction. That's, that's the most... Well, someone, you needs to, someone needs to mute out. Someone needs to mute yeah, out. It's you know, way disrespectful. And also, to add to that, 1787, I believe, was the actual one of the first bankruptcies. And um, let's fast forward to, for instance, um, to give us a better outlook on that. Because, um, um, let's see. Of course, uh, 1933, let's go 33, 43, 53, 60, 73, They've already bankrupted 14 uh, times. 2003, now 2001 of uh, 9-11 was the other decree. It was two years before the actual 70-year. So mm-hmm. um, 9-11, 2001 was another bankruptcy there when they uh, took out the World Trade Centers. Well, the United States is actually bankrupted 14 times. I well, have to find you that. Many times. I mean, y'all yeah. have to look at. There's five different United States of Americas, uh, you know, in different names, um, lowercase and uppercase, so forth. And one of them, by the way, is a private foreign corporation. Mm-hmm. 
uh, okay. you know, a private, well, I should say a 501c3, which they funnel the money through so they don't even tax themselves and they send the money on pass. It's, in other words, a church. Of the yeah, they, yeah, they listed themselves as a church and basically um, that's they one of can't five, have right? an... Huh? I said that's one of five of the United uh, States of America corporate. Uh, I'd have to go back into the Delaware corporate to to look it up, but I know they did um, yeah, register. Yeah, they're all in Delaware. Huh? Okay. They are all in Delaware. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was going to also tell you that, um, but the United States Corporation Company, they're really the ones who hold your trust. And they're the ones who hold those um, corporate titles that we call our name. That's why the Bar Association has to represent you. Well, it's and in New York, 55 Tower Street. It's known as the Tower Power. They keep all those at. Right. And did you know that on 9-11, that all the employees, what a miracle. They said that there was 88 yeah, employees there, yeah. that they all managed to escape the tower collapse. Yep. And so basically I called them because there's one in every state and I called two of the states and I told them, hey, do you know that you're the registered agent for these birth certificate titles? The lady got so scared and I told her, you know, you're supposed to be paying all these debts. Where is the public trustee to this thing? She goes, it's only for service of process. I said, a service of process, unless you appointed me as a trustee, and if you did, I told her, you owe me 7% per year for the entire account as co-trustee. Now, when did you appoint me as co-trustee? You know what she tells me? I'm going to have to have Mr. Ward call you. You want to send him a letter here. I said, that's right, ma'am. You owe me lots of money as co-trustee. And um, so she gave me the address, and I'm going to bring him to court, too. Okay. Who were you addressing? Who were you addressing, Namilia? Who were you talking to? What entity? What agency? The United States Corporation Company is the CSC. So no, actually, no. What, what physical address this person what actual office were you addressing this to? Um, the actual office is in Delaware. I'm going to ask. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay. Let, me, let me tell you what they do real quick. I don't want to interrupt okay. you, but I just want to say this. What they do actually is they hold a. Um, okay. Let's see if I can explain this clearly. Um, all the. The great thing about Delaware it has the best tax advantages. Number one. Number two is that if you set up uh, a corporation there, there will be someone at the phone that will answer for them. But mm-hmm. the actual uh, U.S. Inc. is in Puerto Rico at this point in time. It has been for several years, and the one that's taking its place is DHS, the Department of Homeland Security. So, um, for instance, if they set up a DHS over in Delaware, then they'll have their own secretary answer the phone over there. Answer for many different people, but it's not really the them. secretary. The They're secretary a, um, did answer the phone, and guess what? Yes, you have an office in every. Itself. Huh? That's not to the actual one, though, is what I'm saying. They have a um, 
a secretary that answers the phones there in Delaware that acts as their um, uh, their representative, shall I say? Oh, yeah. Okay, sense. but you know what? Go on my wall, and I no, have not, my I'm last note. I'm not degrading what you're saying. I'm just trying to explain it so people understand what's what's really going on. No, but what I wanted to tell you was um, somebody, you know, Southern gave me the list. There's 50 of them, one for every state. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I have those. So you need to call whatever state you're working with because you need to bring them to court. Yep, and there's also counties you can uh, deal with, too, because you have, uh, for instance, Carroll County and County of Carroll. You have City of, uh, I don't know, um, Jefferson and Jefferson County. Uh, I could go on and on. You know. Oh, yeah, but right you now, living, like... You have the dead. One of them has to yeah. be alive for the other one to be, um, I mean, yeah, for the other one to be so-called dead corpse, okay? Mm-hmm. But Which the is thing like, is, is that... Instead of New York Incorporated. Like, I don't... Um, like, I don't even want to argue with... Listen, I don't care what kind of game they're playing. Number one... You know what I? the lady told me that I had to prove that I was alive, and you know what I told her? You know I can't prove that I'm alive until I prick my finger and give you some of my blood, number one. And number two, the atom will live forever. And so based on the fact that I'm the moving party here, get ready because I'm taking your ass to court. I'm talking about they're so scared right now, none of them will talk to me. You know what? When you, you file realize, as a though, moving, you be careful you're, you're, you're putting I don't in their listen. Venue. I I'm don't care. Honest. And listen to this. And I don't okay. care who's listening. Okay? They must I'm be thinking they're talking to Billy Goats. Listen, there's only two things that'll come out of this. I'd be a dead woman, or I'm going to get justice. Well, you know what? <laughs> it is also like you said earlier. Never show up in their courts. Right. That's right. That's okay. right. Yeah. And but I'm a very honorable woman. They never give me a hard time. Here's the problem with them. They already told me what the problem is and I'm telling you guys what the problem is. Everything you do must be private by registered mail. And you give the clerk private about. instructions. Okay, so back to my question with my name change. That's what Trial told me to do. Mm-hmm. Was it must go be down, private. Go, go down to the clerk's office and mm-hmm. demand your interest and in payment and principal back, and show them your decree, your recorded your recorded decree. You gotta do like, you gotta do um, you gotta do a, pro, a, a self-professing will. Well, that's basically what the deed of conveyance was. It did it transferred the property. From from the proper to the true name, the last name okay. first, first last. Okay, so that's recorded too because I recorded the deed, the, the the name change, and then I yeah. did a deed of conveyance and transferred that. Now they're both mm-hmm. recorded in the county. That completes mm-hmm. registration or notification per the Alaska state or not Alaska Washington state statute because okay. it does, it has to be recorded at the county of origin. So I did that. Okay. Mm-hmm. My question was, I heard you say that your daughter or you go down to the DA's office. Do I do that in private as well? 
because that's what I've been waiting on. Oh, yeah, on. yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It cannot I've be done, done in public. So but I don't go you. into the courtroom. I go down to the clerk's office and I say, okay, I've got registered. I registered this name. This is mine. You no longer have authority to administrate over this no, name. No, you don't say that. You, what you do is this. You give them a note through registered mail with a copy of the birth certificate. And that's so, a child account still. You're going to be a child until you die, even if okay. you're an adult. But, you know, you got to tell the DA, this is for, this is, I am requesting um, your assistance in, uh, for a do not detain, do not arrest, and for all deaths, public and private. And you send it by registered mail so they can sign for it. Okay. Send one to the clerk and to the DA or just no, to the DA? To the, uh, no, to the DA. To the DA. Yeah, how do I know? Because, you know, I already wrote to two DAs, and, you know, I emailed them because they were asking me questions by email. You know, one DA, he called me. He goes, don't send me an email. I said, you asked me to email you. He goes, this is private. you got to write to me. Don't ever email me again. He goes, otherwise the public will see it. I'm like, okay. Then, okay, so then, then it belongs to them, I, and there's a hey, monetary value upon it. Hey, if it belongs to you, then you send it certified mail. Okay. Well, I yeah, so, but you know what? I, I like doing finish? registered mail because you know what? You want them to sign for it, and there's a tracking number. With a green card. Yeah. I see that with certified mail as certified well. Mail, which is yours. And every, if listen, and everyone that I've spoken to, then you send it huh? registered mail. Listen, I walked one in. I walked one in, and guess what? It was honored. And did they make me sign anything? No. They said, who is this for? I said, for this individual right here on this paper. And guess what? The bond, they called me the next day and said, please bring your granddaughter to our school. Your bond is activated. I okay. said, okay. I, I remember hearing you talk about that on so, one of the calls that you did. So basically, yeah. I, could do, I could do the same thing. I could just walk into the DA's office down here and mm-hmm. give them the instructions to Activate the bond for activate. all depths, public and private. And for um, a do not detain, do not arrest. And that will and eliminate all the... Wait a minute. And give them a copy of your decree. And give them a copy of the decree. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I didn't need to record the, the decree then. No, you because don't I, ever I, record that decree. Well, you do not. I, Let me I tell you something else, too. Notification. Well, I remember trial. record my decree, though. What? But, in New York, in New York, or city of Buffalo, New York, they make you for the decree and publish in the newspaper, and they're going to... Yeah, but, you know, I when I talked to Indiana, I told the lady, hey, you're going to publish my name change? She said, no, we're going to put, um, what did she call it, um, notice of cause or something like that. She okay. goes, we don't put down that you're getting a name change. So please, do not record your name change in the public records, please, or you're going to throw yourself at their mercy again. Okay. She will. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe what happened to me. I, mean, uh, I don't know. I don't get the name change thing anyway, but uh, okay. Because, okay, let me ask you something, my friend. What is your name? Sean. Then that's all your name is, okay? Your name is Sean. 
You're not Sean Rogers. You're not Sean DeLuca or well, anything like that. I'm going to tell you why. Years ago, like I said, I was the first guy to ever make a perfected claim mm-hmm. back in 2003, so you can check the records. Well, I did oh, do the name okay, change, and okay, I'm trying to figure gonna, out I'm how to do it. Wait, wait, wait. Let okay. me explain something, though. Most people are putting their all-caps name and their non-all-caps name on UCC1. That is incorrect. I don't you want know to do it the way I did it. The copyright trademark with the living taking over the all-caps name. Then you put the um, all-caps name as the secure party creditor because it's a corporate. UCC is corporate to corporate. Okay, awesome. I appreciate it. Hey, yeah, but, but let you've me told tell me you this something. before. I appreciate it. But that's not the process that I'm being coached to go through here. Okay? I know. And that's not the reason why I called in. I called in to ask Elida a question, and every time I try to get an answer, you're interrupting and messing her up. And I appreciate your advice. But I'm not doing. No, 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 listen, you're bringing a lot to the, you're bringing a lot to the table. I'm just saying, I'm trying to get my question answered and not get confused with UCC because I don't understand it as well as you, and I probably never will, okay? And I, I want to, I want to get out of it, okay? I've been going after these courts up here and challenging these guys for a long time. They have gotten Mm -hmm. me so charged up with so much stuff and, and it's radically changing, affecting my life. Every time I go out, pops beat the hell out of me, and I'm tired of it. And I just want to get some simple answers because I have, sounds like I have completed the process. I just want to make sure I'm doing the right thing next. Yeah. Okay. So, I've never seen the anybody only, uh, win on that stuff, though. I'm just being honest. No, I've never no, seen anybody, I listen, never seen anybody win. I've never seen anybody win with a name change. Anyone who goes into exactly. a name change, I've never seen anyone successfully perfect a name change on the private or public side and get a successful um, uh, discharging of debt or securing a house or, or, or removing any type of uh, derogatory statements from the credit card or actually getting a dismissal from, from, a, from, a, from a, um, a, a felony offense or getting dismissal from a dog catcher's uh, ticket. I never see anyone have a name change done where you get it done. I believe that there must be some missing semantics with words and methods. A name change will be done if you choose to have no one operate under your name, uh, of your all-capital name, and you want to change it to, to your de- de- uh, your decree, which I call a declaration of status. Your decree, we can, we can maybe argue over semantics, a decree could be also a declaration of, of facts or a declaration of status correction, where you're actually having your all-capital name being change to what you have declared it to be, whatever that, whatever that may be. But I have, once again, have never seen anyone successfully have any accomplishments with that. And I okay, you want to you know. Thank you for that. And, and I, well, have okay. discharged many felonies, uh, mens reas, by the way, and uh, also misdemeanors and so forth with what I've done. So, go ahead. No, okay. I'm not, listen, I'm not saying that you're wrong, Okay. Every state has a lot of pickiness, too. I'm going to tell you that. But listen, I told you, I, didn't ha- I don't have a name change yet, but I do have a decree. My daughter was supposed to receive a 30-year prison sentence, and I wrote an, I wrote an order as a moving party. And tell Southern, I wiped that whole record off the slate, including the 30-year sentence. I was supposed to year sentence. Year, uh, sentence. So I, I know how that feels. 
But you're talking about filing all these papers. I didn't file a damn thing. I didn't file no UCC or anything. It's easy. I can email you email if I can email you privately. Sean, Sean, I understand what you're saying, okay? You're entering this conversation from us going through a process that she's been explaining to us and helping us go through for months, okay? And we're just trying to complete the process. A lot of us don't have your knowledge to do all this other stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep myself from going to jail for two years at the end of this month when I'm supposed to go into trial on all these cases. I've been there, done it. Like I said, I, I said, they racked up hundreds of years on my sentence. Are you serious for me? And I, I accepted their for values and without levy and so forth. I don't understand I all that, and I don't have right time here. in midstream to jump into another never program. I'm did. just trying to complete this one. you did. I'm just saying, never mind. Go ahead. No, listen, listen. Listen, my <laughs> <laughs> If you want to come on, if you want to come on to another show, and you want to do what you're saying, and, and I'll make a show for you to come on. I'm just telling you, listen, I'm going to tell you something else, Okay. Like I said a while ago, and I'm not going to say which courthouse said it, because, see, I'm not going to ruin it for you guys out there, but one of the courts said, yeah, you don't need no special paperwork or anything. You know, you just send in your BC with instructions on what you want us to do with it. And so the person said, oh, are you going to give me the zero balance bank account? And they said, no, we pay all the bills ourselves. They don't do that no more, they said. Well, I'm just saying. Number and the COLB number. Yeah, you, they need that birth certificate number. I just walked in, and that debt that I'm talking about is being discharged every year in August. When my grandkid goes to school, they call me and say, are you coming to our school, ma'am? Uh, yeah. Okay, bond will be activated. Bye. Okay, I tell you Great. what, I could give you I could give you all of my my whole name, my address and every everything else and you could punch it in, for example, on a credit or whatever thing you want to do, look it up. Mm-hmm. You'd be amazed. Hello? Nothing. Zero. No, but here's what I'm gonna do for you. I'm gonna go and submit my I'm not gonna call it a BC no more. I'm gonna submit my indemnity bond because that's what I told them it was. This is my indemnity bond. And I need you to activate it for all depths, public and private. Please instruct me with where to send the bills. And I'll let you know what they say. Okay, you know what I'm going to do for you? Uh-huh. I'm going to get my EIN number with the SS4 and fill out the 1415 form, the SF30 form, and get my individual banker's EIN number. And I'm going to tell them where to route my uh, account to a nonprofit bank account and so forth. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're gonna wait a minute, and we're gonna see. Now I'm not. This ain't no challenge. That's why I'm gonna tell you. Let's see who's gonna prosper more quickly. Me doing it in a non-commercial method because you see, a bankrupt United States cannot yeah, tell you to go in. They can't charge me with anything, and I don't. You see, I'm zero. I'm not even on their thing. That's they what I'm telling you. Listen, how can you? Here's my thing. The United States is bankrupt, okay? So let me ask you something. 
how can you file a UCC if you've never been paid? They can't pay you. What do you mean if I've never been paid? Do you not see that the Federal Reserve note says... I can't tell you back my all-caps name is as the living man. It's already been done. It's been difficult. Okay, how about this? How do you file for bankruptcy when you've never... From a bankrupt United States? Who said I filed for bankruptcy? No, but I'm I'm asking you. Why would one go into bankruptcy... In a bankrupt United States, in a place where there's no money, they don't. for that. I can explain that. You can, uh, for instance, if you have a foreclosure, um, you can file for bankruptcy if they're taking your house. And you, here's the trick, though. You put your custom number on the actual bankruptcy, and then they have to pay out all the money out of the account from that. Did you know that when you file for bankruptcy, you're liable for the debt? No, they are. Once you do it this way, they are liable for the debt because you can put the cuss-up number on there. Oh, well, I don't do that. This is what they told me to do. Well, hold on. Here's, wait a minute. Here's what the clerk told me. You don't file for bankruptcy, and you send me a private letter telling me to give you back your house. The clerk, the judge, and everyone else are allowed to lie to everybody. When people file using their social security number, when you file a bankruptcy, you are in error. Trust me, that is not how you do it. If you go online and you yeah, look you said up, social security number, I said cuss-up number. Well, either you're not going to do it, sir. I'm, now, here's the deal. I've heard you okay, interrupting the entire night. Well, the others, right? You have been interrupting the entire night. We've just been sitting here listening. It's your turn to listen. No disrespect. I've been interrupting. I've been, I've been right. So anyhow, when you go and you use that Social Security number, you're in error because the Social Security number is not bankrupt. The IRS actually has processes set up so you can do it accordingly. All you need to do is go on and browse their website, and they will actually show you how to do it. All right? I just want to put that out there. Yeah. So you're telling me the Social Security number is not bankrupt. Everything is bankrupt. You heard me. No, yeah, not that. So, wait a minute. I'm sorry, my friend. That social security number is not. The social security number is not a QCIP number. The QCIP number is an entirely different number than the social security number. Thank you. Thank you. But the social security number is not bankrupt. Yes, it is. Everything is no, bankrupt. No, it's not. It is not. It's bankrupt. not. Can I explain? We're on a credit system. You said before it's all bankrupt. Yes, it is. We're on a credit system. No, we're not on a monetary system like everyone is mind-controlled and brainwashed to believe. It's a credit system. Why do you think you need credit to go to a bank? And, then and let me ask you a question. And where do you think that credit is coming account? from? Wait a minute. And where, wait a minute. And where do you think that credit is coming from? It has to be balanced out on the public and the private side. If you understand that and look at both those and everything else and the bonds that are they are putting on you and, and the um, government is signing off on your name and so forth, as you're a trustee and everything else, you'll realize what's going on. It's all creditized. Yes, I do know. And as trustee, they have to pay you 7% of the total account amount that's in that account. It's called the direct. It's called the, it's called the, it's called the priority, your direct priority account or your direct treasure account. There are different ways to access it. The direct treasure, direct, which are your priority, 
your, your priority exempt account, a.k.a. called the Treasury Direct Account, can be yeah. accessed and tapped into. Bar member attorneys do it all the time. The judge and the clerk of the course do it all the time through mm -hmm. the QCIP number, through your driver's license, through your Social Security number, through your veteran's number. Yes, that is true. You, 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 all three of you are on the right track, but it's just a matter of, of, of uh, the semantics involved. And this background noise, anyone oh, no, who's no. got a background I, noise, Listen, I agree with him. Listen, I agree with him totally. However, however... To change your name, okay? Name change does not mean that you're changing your name, okay? Name change means change of assignment. Yes. That's what it means. It doesn't mean that you're changing your name, okay? So once you're granted and decreed that change of assignment, you now fall under the legislative side of the slate. That's why they told him, welcome to the other side. You now have the power to write law. And if you look under what it means to be in the legislative branch, it means you now have the power to write law. Very simple. And that's why he can go in and take in his decree and write a little note to them and say, this is for the discharging of all debts, public and private. Um, uh, it, provide me with further instructions on when, where to send the bills. Because you have to now do your civic duty. I agree with you. I totally agree with you on that. What I have to ask you is I, I agree with your, 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 I agree what you just said. But the, um, the, what exactly, if you can succinctly tell me without going through any, any tangents or any type of stories, directly explain to me what you, how you, how, how do you describe, how do you describe a decree in, a, in, in blunt, clear English like a 10-year-old understands what, what you okay. describe as a decree? The decree, I'm going to tell you what my decree says, okay? My decree that I got from 1970 says ordered a judge and decreed that my father's name, I don't want to say his name because I don't use my real name ever, upper lower case has been granted my all capital name, date of birth, my brother's all capital name, date of birth, and my other brother's name and date of birth. Now, my decree also says where I was born and where the trust was created. It says that I was born in a certain hospital, that's, and it tells you that that's where the trust is created. On this date, and on this date, and on this date, and it's written in proper grammar. That means that decree was given to my father in his, as a man. But they gave him the B.C. Those organizations were given to my father. That's what you're looking for in the court. So if you're going to come in as a child, you have to go in with your first name only because you don't have a last name. You only have a given name that your mom and dad gave you. And you go in as a child in need of services. When you get your name changed, you tell them, you know, I need to be welcomed into the kingdom of heaven. I am a child, and I've committed breaches of trust. 
and need to be um, given, granted my own name. And you give them your birth certificate, and they'll know so that the account number is on there. And the judge will decree you the proper name the way it's supposed to be. I come in then you get it, and once he grants it to you, you do a deed of acknowledgement and acceptance of that case number. You don't ever put name change decree or anything. You say, of this case number... And you record that in the public records. You don't ever tell them what you're accepting from the courthouse. Everything has to be discreet. Then you go in. Social security number replaced. Huh? With your name replaced with a social security number. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think they ask you for the social, but you know what the judge does ask you? All the names that you've ever used. Um, they're going to ask you for your fingerprints to make sure you're not a felon, like, you know, like uh, have a felony charges. Um, but once you get that decree and you do the deed of acknowledgement and acceptance, then you take that and you go in and, um, like, you know how you guys want to do... Um, somebody's out of background. And so here's my issue. Hold on, I don't know. Let me see who it is. That based on the fact that they're an ecclesiastical court, you were never supposed to be operating in commerce. Okay. Now I got it now. Uh, now, Lydia, now I got the person who has the background noise is very inconsiderate, is acting very immature. The child needs to stop it and take his stuff off the of mute, put on mute. Yeah. Everybody has a 21st century. Put your skin on mute, mute, and back out, back out, and have a background noise. Someone's very obnoxious doing that. Someone, they're watching a video or something while we're talking. <laughs> Everyone has everyone has mobile phones. Put hit the mute button. Okay, I think I got it. Okay, now, now my my question to you, I think I get what you're saying. You're doing a, a what's called uh, divine divine providence. Something is called divine providence uh, acknowledgement, and then that goes with the ecclesiastics. Uh, remedies of, of this matter. The 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 individual, the, the person who has been st- trying to stop being convicted and going to jail for two years, and is mm-hmm. doing a name change. That, that individual on the call right now, mm-hmm. he can he, he can conclude and perfect and well not perfect because we don't know it's perfected. He can follow through with your method. But I suggest that person who's on the call right now mm-hmm. who's being who's being threatened with um, body attachment by way of human trafficking and being incarcerated to file a an IRS file an additional instrument. Continue what continue what he's doing with your method, but file two forms. Download a PDF file of an IRS form fifty six and then also an IRS form no, fourteen. I had somebody do that. I had somebody no, no, file no, a form. No, 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 no. Hear me hear me out. Also, hear me out, please. Mm-hmm. Also File an IRS 14039 of identity theft. 
He'll have to have to work it where the identity theft is that they are using his name without his authority and and report it to the IRS. He's going you can't. to. Yes, you can. I'm going to tell you why. No, you can't. You're using their name, my friend. You don't have a name. And I'm telling you that's government's property. So actually, the all capital name belongs to them. You were never listen. If it's an ecclesiastical court. And you are a child of God. Who told you to go out and create a debt? Think about what I'm telling you because, listen, the Vatican, if you go look at their laws, they operate non-commercially. And you were supposed to operate non-commercially, too. That's why Roosevelt consecrated the entire United States. And he put your body in there as a debtor only so that when you became an adult, see, that you're not really the debtor. What happens is is you're the co-trustee, but they protect those child accounts. If you want to use them thinking you're an adult and you're not, go for it. You pay all the taxes and everything. But if you turn, see, you cannot operate in commerce. Well, that, that's the part that I, I, I think that we have a disagreement, but hear me out. And, and, and okay. try not to interrupt. Try not to interrupt. I'm trying to I, help. Listen, you. I've been but, listening to you, yeah, but no, no, I'm not, you know I'm what not, you don't want to understand is I the do wages. Understand. Where the wages of sin is death. And you know what that means in English? For the wages of sin is debt. You are operating the debt instrument, and you're making the debts yourself. These are these are these are biblical ecclesiastic quotes and anecdotes and hyperbole. They will not affect any change in an administrative venue that's called a courtroom. They have rented out our republic courtrooms and called them revenue trafficking uh, uh, systems the, under the Christ accounts under the under Kaffir reports. So in that you case, create the, you create the court with your paper, my friend. If you want to operate the, the way they operate. They are not recognizing it. They do not recognize this because they are well, evil. Well, you know what's so funny is how do they recognize my papers and they don't recognize yours? You have a and unique, not, wait a minute. You have a unique no, I don't. Case. You have a unique situation where they actually offer you a decree in 1970. This gentleman here who's been fighting his conviction. He has a decree years, now. He has a he has a decree, but you like you said, it's a, an assignment change. The naming is an assignment change. The original principle was 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 done when he was birthed, and his parents became the, the um his parents became the ones who actually were uh, placed him in the birth certificate. Securitization yeah. theft. Now, come on. Let, let, let's try to have some. Uh, Wait a minute. Let's be honest here. here, my friend. He did. His parents did not do that. Remember, well, they're called they're called informants. They're not called the parents. The doctor did that. Well, the, we, we, now we're arguing over semantics because uh, whatever no, words no, we use. No, no, Let's not. Wait a minute. I don't want to argue over semantics. I'm going to tell you that I'm correct because you I are already correct told. They are you know what? But they, they I've are already informants. told. But but I've he has to, to protect to himself. Okay, we have more questions, family. He must, he must protect himself by having identity theft. If he changed his name, it's a change of assignment. The original name of itself was the all-cap name or the lowercase name. He, 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 he owns that. If he did a decree, then he owns that name. However, it's a change of assignment. So they are operating under identity theft by bringing the body That's not a name, my friend. That's not a, that's not a name. Okay? That's not a name. I'm going to tell you what that title is on there. When they ask you what your name is, you tell them the word is my name. 
That is a word, my friend. That is not a name. You're, what, can you tell me, you said your name is Darren. Tell me, what is a Darren? Can you explain to me what a Darren is? If you really or want to know. Bob, tell if, me, wait a minute. If, if tell if me really what a Bob know, is. If you or really want to know, the, the, the name is what you're entitled to have as far as declaring your identity. You are living in the spirit and body, and, the, and your spirit is living in a shell called your, your body, you, you reside and you domicile at a, at a physical location, but your spirit and your body and your DNA from the primordial DNA is encapsulated in your body. This gentleman mm-hmm. here, thank you, this gentleman here who's been handling his conviction, trying to stop from going into uh, incarcerated in body attachment must protect himself from the private of equity, of commerce, to the ecclesiastic spiritual side of himself and also take himself out of the public. It's a three-tier physical and so spiritual. So if you know that, that, you know that that is ecclesiastical, then we shouldn't be talking anything about no UCCs or anything because it's a child. You're a child of God. I didn't mention and any UCCs. I didn't mention any No, UCC. but I'm just saying, There's none sure. of that. IRS, no, 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 UCC no, no. or anything. You know what? I've, seen, I've had people do everything in the book, including UCC. I've had people do Form 56 and told me a year later they got fined for doing the Form 56. The only thing that you are for that word on that paper is the authorized signature. Do you not notice that you pay for the birth certificate? So you're paying to use it. Then when you get it assigned to you, in order to perfect it, you have to do a deed of acknowledgement and acceptance. Otherwise, it is an imperfect transaction. The deed of acknowledgement is something that you created or there's a form and account that you can fill out? No, you got to make it yourself. you got to deed it to yourself, and then you just record that you accept the um, – you're doing a deed of acknowledgement of the decree issued on certain dates case number and um then you tell the clerk to seal the records and after that you got to go into the probate which if trial was here she would explain you got to do another paper um and that paper creates your trust account but so when somebody who didn't born here like i am national oh you know i have national vision card you know i become i was alien and then they give me and naturalization card. So if I had to go, like you said earlier, to the district office, ask them uh, to activate these things. How one will go with that if they don't have? You have to send them a private. You have to send them a private registered letter. But I'm telling people, don't do it. I mean, unless you have like an urgent matter, that like this gentleman does, that he has a court. Well, I do. Up. I mean, I do get out of the jail. I mean, it, they've been arresting me for the past four months, like at least six times. And they what? put a high bail on me. Yeah, they told my car on a high. They told my three car. I lost three car now. Now I have no car. And my mom just told me, just not to drive the car until you get all your paperwork done. They, you know, break my car window on the highway. I mean, it's like they've been targeting me for a while, and I've been trying to teach myself to add the divine to give me the balance. But what they do? Well, let me ask you something. And they did this after you had the name change. No, well, at least, yeah. I've got an M change for like three uh, three weeks now. Okay, well, you you got to finish your process, my friend. you got to finish that process, but I'm going to tell you something. 
I don't want you to file anything with the district yet. I'm going to file it first because I already took one in and they accepted it. Okay. And they call me. They are not even, listen, they're not even allowed to call me, they told me. But I have to give them permission to call me now. And then they tell me, hey, yeah, we reactivated the bond. However, I got to take it now to the county. Let me do that first. And once I do that, I will tell you if I'm correct. Because, listen, they're operating ecclesiastically, and those clerks and those DAs, they wear two hats. One is public and one is private. They are not going to tell you not one bit of information. You have to know what you're doing, and yeah. then they will they will do what you tell them to do. I want to probe it and ask her about that. I brought, brought in my uh, uh, authentic certificate, and she said she has no idea what that is. And she would yeah, yeah. It, they're uh, gonna, yeah. If you ask, they're not going to tell you. You have to tell them, and then they do it. You can ne- they will never answer. I told her this is a death certificate uh, of liability. Say, well, when the person die? What time did they? Uh, have they? Do you know what city they die? But I said the death certificate. It's not like the the bodies die, but the yeah. certificate. It's not. She said, no, I don't know. I never heard anything like that. No, no, no. Don't call it a death certificate. You know what? I'm gonna bring. I'm going to bring Trial in. You know, she has these webinars, and I did post it on Legal Deception that you guys could have watched it. You have to go find it now because I unpinned it today. But she gives you the step-by-step of why what we're doing um, works and why other people have failed. And that's because I'm telling you, you know, you're in a better position now. You just don't know it yet. Those of you that have that name change... Um, a lot of people, they're just running it. They don't know why, you know, they're being rejected and stuff. But, you know, I did tell you guys a couple weeks ago that you were supposed to go in as a child. Because when I read the instructions, I said, oh, look at this lady's trying to say to come in as an adult. I'm not coming in as an adult because I know if you go in as an adult, you're committing adultery again. The church, you got two types of things, maybe three types of jurisdictions going on here, but the probate court and the name change court, they're ecclesiastical. They're not going to tell you anything. You have to know what you're doing. You know, I heard so many people, the judge says, are, are you trying to do this to get your debts forgiven? Yes, Your Honor, I'm doing it to get my debts forgiven. I didn't know I was a child. Come on now, people. You're going to tell the judge, no, he's not going to forgive your debt. He's going to pass it right on to you. Think about the question. Almost every person that went in to get their name changed, the judge asked that question. Anybody and almost, have a, I love it because I, I find out in the county uh, you can uh, have a fee waiver to file papers. And but uh, the lady told me if I bring a law that told me that I shouldn't pay or I, you know, not be able to pay, then she can waive the fee. Yeah. Anybody know any laws? I, I've been looking on the internet. The only thing I can find is the First Amendment saying the Congress shall not make no law to infringe. No, something. you just tell them that you need a fee waiver. 
But they don't. She told me I had to bring the law in order for her to wait, but otherwise I have to go to Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what you should tell her? Do you have the form or don't you have the form? Or you know what you do? Here's what you do. Mm -hmm. You write an instruction to her. You write her a note. This is what I do on all my court cases. you got to have a cover sheet. And on the cover sheet, you have to tell the clerk what you want her to do. You tell them, I want this case put into this jurisdiction, and I want it sealed upon completion. And I put a dollar stamp. I write across it, date the bottom, turn it over, and write my real name on the back of page one. And that's it. It's done. And I tell them, I don't pay anything. I only pay a dollar. But... If you want to do fee waiver, then you tell her I need a waiver of um, for this filing. Yeah, and I think like three them. people told me that they had their fees waived. Yeah, that one's been holding me my back. Even the power. What, what state are you in? Oh, New York, Buffalo. Wow, Buffalo, New York. they're greedy over there, huh? Yeah, it seems like I'm the only one that's doing it. I'm not seeing other people doing this, and it's, it's, it's very, very hard on me, and this is no... You're, let me tell you something. You're lucky, because I know people from New York that applied for the name change, and they didn't get it. Yeah. So, um, go on, um, what is your name? Uh, the new your one that I changed... No, because I, I was going to tell you to join Legal Deception, and then I'll look for you on there. Oh, in Legal Deception, yeah, my name is uh, N- Nyan777, N-Y-A-N-777. Uh-huh. Okay. So what I'm just going to do is I'm going to file the paper tomorrow, and I'll tell you what the results are within maybe okay. seven to ten days because, like I said, I know what the clerk told my friend today. I know what the clerk's been, well, the clerk and the attorney generals and everybody else in the book, they've been telling me. And based on everybody's pointing me in the right direction, like, I know you're not supposed to be operating in commerce. I mean, you seem very lucky. <laughs> the way you told oh, me. Oh, yeah, but you know, I didn't use any laws. All I told them was this is your paper. It says, State of Indiana. And I said, you see this title on here? I said, if you gave me this title, just like a card title or any other title, I said, that means the account is prepaid. So why are you charging me? And that's when the attorney general says, well, you didn't file your paper, so why should we pay it? I even told him, you're the executor over these trust accounts. He said, yes, I am. And I said, so why aren't you paying the bill? He says, then who are you? I said, I'm the account holder for right now. I'm the child on this account. He says, well, did you file anything in your county? And I asked him, do I got to file that in my state of Indiana? He goes, no. You have to file that where you live right now so we can find you. Mm. They're looking for that account number. And it was the same for the foreigners, like somebody that comes from another country. I've been in this country for 17 years. And I just got into this one about four years ago, but still I'm not going anywhere based on the research I've been doing. This is well, you know, easy. like I said, you got your name changed, and, and you know, um, every if you look at all the countries, okay, and this is something people haven't noticed, 
Like, I'm telling you, you're an immigrant. Even I was an immigrant. All of us were immigrants when we were born, okay? Yes. And, and the problem is that when you lived in your country, which I'm not saying for every country, but what I notice is that when you come into America, they make you change your birth certificate from the proper name to an all-capital name. When you, you know how when you're converting it from your language to English, right? Yes. Yes. They made you capitalize your name, right? They did. Yeah, so this guy who listened to our show, he called the embassy. And he asked them, the consulate, why did you make me capitalize my name? They were like, good question. Here, call this place over here in, um, I think it was uh, Spain or Rome. And he calls mm-hmm. the consulate. He says, why do you make me capitalize my name? Oh, I don't know. You need to call this um, college over here in France. They're the ones that write up these laws. And they were actually, they thought it was funny. They said, oh, yeah, you traded your birthright for that name. Now you've lost your birthright. Mm -hmm. You know how mad they were? They were furious. Because, you know, like, let me say, I'll give you an example. If you come from Morocco, Mm -hmm. your birth certificate says, your proper grammar name, and that you're from Morocco. It doesn't say that you're from Africa. It says, I'm from Tunisia. I'm from Morocco. I'm from Delhi. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm from, you know, like every, you know how, in, and so we, in our country here in America, what people haven't noticed is that when you're born, they never give you a proper grammar name. And number two, they give you a security instrument, which is called the birth certificate, and they don't claim you as an Indianan or a Floridian or a New Yorker. They, they want to keep you as an immigrant and make you pay the taxes because what they're saying is they're only giving you the right to live and work here. So when people go in to make these claims, you know, you have to come in as a child. Because what they've done here is if you want to be here, like this one lady said, being an American is a choice. It's not granted to you. So what happens? When you get your passport, it says um, nationality, United States of America. That isn't a nationality, people. You got to look at these papers very carefully. They've never claimed you as being on the land. You got to go back to the land. So, um, with that, and it, it's not like people are making it more complicated than what it should be. And basically, the paper is very clear. It's saying that you're a child on that paper. And you got to go back as a child and ask for forgiveness like a little baby and, you know, tell them to give you back your name and put you back on the land again and change your status. You're a civilian. You're not at war with anybody. You're a noncombatant. And basically, you know, that this name that's on this paper, it, it, it belongs to nobody. It's not even a name. And until you do that, What they're doing is when they arrest you, you notice, like I tell people, look at your driver's license. It says 5'6", 150 pounds, black or white or whatever they put on their um, brown hair, brown eyes. People, they're describing you as a thing, not as a man. 
A man cannot be described. A child of God cannot be described. Your soul doesn't have a color. The living soul does not have a weight. It doesn't have a height. It doesn't have a hair color. It doesn't have an eye color, people. Come on. They're describing you like a package, and you get lost. (laughs) You're being shipped around like you're on a UPS train or something. Think about who you are. Southern. Southern. He always goes to bed on me when we do these shows. (laughs) I have a question. Uh Uh-huh. And my question is, if you, okay, I'll put it this way. I have done the name change. Okay. I have a decree. And I also have a certificate of naturalization. Can I um, go forth to the DA's office? Let me tell you, you got to, um, you know how you got your naturalization? Yes. You're a naturalized citizen, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so you're holding an original document. They're holding a copy at the Office of Immigration, okay? So you got to go in and you got to tell the nat- the Office of Immigration about your name change status? Yes. Because I, I don't know if the courthouse has told you guys, you know you're supposed to give notice to those custodians, right? They told us. They told me. They told you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you got to go, you got to go to the immigration and tell them that you've had a name change status. Yes. Uh-huh. And t- you know, you show them that you did your um deed of acknowledgement and acceptance, right? No, what what they told me was was that what what I need to do is just send them um what was it? I needed to pay a filing fee and from that fee what that would do, they would issue a new certificate showing the new name change because mm-hmm. I would send them the decree. And the only way that they would accept or agree to do a name change is with an instrument from the court. Which yeah, yeah, my yeah, name yeah, you got to have the instrument from the court. Correct. And so being that you have a naturalization certificate, that who told you that, the immigration? Who told me what you were? About, you said that you had to do a filing fee? Oh, no, 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 right, right. Because what I did, I'm here in California. And what mm-hmm. I did, I, I I went to DMV, I went to mm-hmm. Social Security Administration, mm-hmm. and I know that, that normally the third one would go to your, your, your birth county. Well, because mm-hmm. I did my, my naturalization in Los Angeles, California, then therefore mm-hmm. that would be considered my birth county. So I contacted immigration, and mm-hmm. they told me that I would need to uh, first receive my, um, you know, send them all the necessary documentation so that they can mm-hmm. send me a new certificate. Mm-hmm, because you're holding an original. So you know what you can do? You When you give them a copy, um, it's a, and make sure you guys, when you're giving out a copy of something, please write the word copy on the bottom um, so that they know it's a copy. And you tell them that, you know, and if you did your deed of acknowledgement and acceptance, you give them a copy of that too. 
And okay, then you'll, no, you'll correct it. That yet. Huh? I have not done that yet. Well, yeah, you better go do that. Yes, okay. do that to perfect it. And then okay. you work with the immigration. And because um, for you, that immigration is your like a vital statistics. Right, right, right. Yeah. Now, when, when when I went today, what I found to be just absolutely gnarly uh, mm-hmm. was, the mere, was the mere fact that the individual that I spoke with, they did mm-hmm. tell me that um, they they gave me an address, a fax number, mm-hmm. and an email. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can send over whatever documentation that I needed. And everything needed to go to the National National Records Center. And there at the National Records Center, I can request a copy of my vital statistics. You know, make sure whatever you send them, do not send it by email, okay? Tell them that you need a physical address because you need to send it registered mail. Okay. Never file. Do not let anybody trick you, okay? Everything must be done privately. What they're going to do is make you throw you back into the public side because, you know, they're the ones in a panic now, but that's their problem, mm-hmm. not yours. Okay, so so um, with with my new standing and, and, and with uh, me having clarity as far as my certificate is concerned, can once I receive my new certificate, um, so therefore my new certificate would stand as my birth certificate. Right, your um, new certificate, and then you send that to, which to I'll tell you in a week or two, yeah, after you get the new the new decree because, um, like, you don't, you don't want to do that until you get that changed over. It has to reflect what's been done. Right, right. <laughs> okay, that's what I wanted to know. Yeah, because I know people, like, they were saying, oh, I have my um, naturalization, and then um, uh, immigration would say, no, we need your original because you're holding the original. We're holding a copy. But where vital statistics is concerned, they're holding the original, and you have a copy. See, we're the opposite. Correct. So, um, and I think, like, you guys have a lot more authority than we do because you already naturalized when you came in here. See, we came in here thinking that we were uh, civilian land people and we weren't. See, our parents were all immigrants, you know, based back on the Civil War. Everybody keeps thinking that they're an American. They're not. It tells you there that if you're holding a U.S. passport, it means that you were only given the rights to live and work here. We had to change our status ourselves. Yeah, that's what I called the immigration to ask them, uh, how can I authenticate this certificate that I have? The immigration, mm-hmm. they say, no, you cannot do it. That's the only highest you can go. Yeah, you have the, you have the original. That's the highest. <laughs> yep, you sure do. You have the highest certificate. You're the one holding the original. So when you, I think when you change yours, they're really going to run away from you because, see, you already had your birthright when you came into this country. I know a lady over here that um, she came from Philippines, and she came when she was 18, and her Social Security number is star, all the numbers without a dash and a star. 
And I told her, oh, yours is unique. She goes, yeah, I don't pay taxes. Based on the Treaty of Paris. A lot of Puerto Rican people don't even know they're paying taxes over here. You ain't supposed to be paying no taxes. You know, they only acquired Puerto Rico in 1899, and um, the people were already on the land. See, here, you're talking about a civil war that went on and all this other stuff, and everybody was immigrating to the United States, but what they weren't telling you was that um, they weren't giving you rights as people of the land. And if you read that... um Oh, man, I have to find you what an American citizen is. It tells you that the only Americans are the Native Indians. I think it's Guam, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, and some Virgin Islands. Those are the only people that are on the land. The rest of the people of America are all immigrants. And I and people will get mad when I tell them. I said, okay, I don't care if you get mad. I'm trying to tell you because... You need to change your status here. You're not an immigrant no more. You Don't you want to have rights here as a living man or woman on the land? No, you said I'm an immigrant. I said, you are an immigrant. I'm telling you, it says it right there on the U.S. passport thing. Everybody's an immigrant. The president's now telling you, we're a nation of immigrants. you got to change your status. But people don't want to hear it, so I, you know what? I don't come on the show anymore. I said, you know what? They're never going to figure it out until maybe President Trump comes on the uh, radio or TV and says, listen, all of you, none of you are, um, you know, you're, I'm going to tell you what you really are. You're really a registered alien if you're born here. You're a registered alien. You're not even a resident alien, okay? Even if. Say you live in the same city where you were born all your life, you're still not a a resident alien. It says, I know someone who lives in this Texas. They were born here. And their birth certificate is stamped, non-resident alien. But people don't want to believe it until you look at your birth certificate carefully You'll start seeing little signs. How about another person, uh, Pastor Penn, he looked at his marriage certificate and said orphan court. That means you're a ward of the state. I tell people that. They don't want to hear that either. So you know what? I just said I'm not going to do any more shows because every time I tell people what's going on, they don't want to believe it. So um, I'm just trying to help you guys out, you know. You believe it. And and I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Everybody's situation is different. Different, yes. And if you're in one of the 13 colonies, which you are, you're in New York, mm-hmm. that that shouldn't be so difficult, but they can try to give you a hard time, number one. Um, if you live in any of the other states, you know, you have um, also the Department of um, the Bureau of, I think it's called the Bureau of Land Management or something. Um, they govern all those state lands and parcels and stuff. But first, you got to get your status corrected 
because even like you, you know, you have your, your naturalization, but what they did is they stole your birthright. And okay. I'm just telling you my only difference on my paper is that my dad claimed me and they tried to steal my birthright. That's the only difference between me and you. And, and being that I found the paper where they did it, they're in trouble. I mean, they can do whatever they want, you know. Mm-hmm. I can't stop them because they're, you know, tribunal. But I can go in under my good graces. And I always play nice. I don't play politics. I always play nicely with these people. And um, they don't give me a hard time. But if people want to fight with them, then automatically they call you combatant, belligerent, and all this other crap. You don't want that. Work with them nicely, people. Um, well, with that, if nobody has any questions, I'm going to call it a night. That's a good call. Well, I hope, okay, I, I'm going to keep you posted now on this other thing that I'm going to do. But um, if anybody has any questions, post it on Legal Deception, and I'll be looking on the wall to see what the questions are, okay? So, yeah, yeah the huh? last time you, you say with, when you get an end chain, with any paper that you put in, you don't put your name or all, all caps at all. Oh, me? When I file my I'm court papers? Just, no, I'm just asking. Like now I named, I, I, I wrote a letter up for the claiming my children. I'm going to file with the county. And in the bottom, you know, like you call the all, the all cap name a state. So you don't have to put the state with all cam names because you shame it on the papers. When you claim your children, okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what what we what I did because I had a problem with that too. My daughter did. I wrote a paper for her, and I did it first name only. Like okay. I said, I you know I gave her a power of attorney over the mm-hmm. all caps name, but I told the judge. You know, we don't have an issue here. Everything that is stated is your opinion and it's irrelevant because these bodies, you know, when I say like the two babies' name, first mm-hmm. name only, that is my property. And unless you can prove that I've caused harm in any way, shape, or form, you know, you have to give, like, they have to write a formal affidavit. And that's why when I wrote the paper with the first name only on the case, you know, when you write a response, you already have your name decreed to you, so you can use your full name, but you cannot use the full name of your children. And you tell them that that's your property. Remember, they don't have a last name. They only have, for you to claim their bodies, you you have to claim them by their first name only. And we put it in. And the judge dismissed the case. And look, the DCF, they tried to come back seven days later and reopen it. The judge said, no, I'm not going to open it. That's it. It's dismissed. So you did the middle name out last and middle name. You don't use them. Just the first name only. No, no, no. You can use first dash middle. Okay. But do not use that last name. Okay? That last name is what is messing everybody up here because that's a surname. And surname means that it's a surrogate. That means somebody has to act on your behalf, which would be the lawyers. They have to act on your behalf if you use the last name. Um, You know, um, like I did a lot of research into it, too. and, And, you know, I already know that the father of the children, based on this false record, is the doctor. 
Yeah, My you're kid not was born here. Yeah, but the doctor is your father of the babies. Even if it's a woman, the doctor is the father of your children. See, they don't call you, they don't say that the baby was born to a mom and dad. It says that, that you're the informant given the information. Okay. So just don't use the last name when you're claiming the children. Um, okay? That sounds good. You can call it a night. Thank you. Thank okay, you. then. I hope you all the best of luck with your efforts, and I'll keep you posted. Thank you. Okay. Good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.